1: All right, we are back with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show, and Matt Smith is going to start off with us. I uh, I was sitting here. I was just getting everything straightened out here, Russ. Just so you know, I'm okay. ready to go, brother. Okay, ready to talk. Okay, tell you I love skyscraper. Whew, Great movie. Look at now the rock. The good movie. Really the rock is, is the back. Good one. excellent movie. Rocks one in action. Yes, yeah, he. Yeah, I like uh, how they integrated in his. Uh, Prosthetic, into the into the movie. So I thought that was pretty. I thought that was pretty cool the way they worked that all out in the movie. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, I thought it was an interesting review in the newspaper today because okay, when we saw the the first trailer for it, uh huh. What did I tell you? It was a remake of what? The Horde! Yeah, and the exact same thing. Yeah, is mentioned in this. Yeah. Uh, review. When right. I saw this right. listed on the forthcoming screenings list, this is Peter's right. Marchant. He said, i put it on my calendar. I think he's out of Philly. And he says, what I haven't taken into account was that this version of Die harder would take as gospel so much from the original Bruce Willis film. Okay. That made it so surprisingly effective as an action flick. Right. The baddies might not ever have figured out a way to kill John McClane, but Hollywood producers are far more formidable beasts.
2: Yippee-ki-yay!
1: Yeah, and and, and, and that's the whole thing. I mean,
2: if they hadn't taken the rock and made him an amputee and thrown that bit in there like they did, Uh people would have said it was a straight. Die rip-off. Hard ripoff, yeah. yeah. But but it's not. They've changed the script enough, they've done, and obviously the special effects are so much better now oh than Lord. they were with Die Hard. Lord, they're good. It's a great action movie. Yeah. I mean, it really is. And I was glad to see it get an A7 in the newspaper today because typically
1: our I g- local I press— gave it an, I gave it 8 out of 10.
2: I agree. I agree. I, I, it, typically our local press is somewhat hard on action movies. Yes, they are. They don't like action films. Mm-hmm. Somewhat. And and you know, but you know what you're getting when you watch an action film. And I was impressed with the motion picture. I liked it. I'm I I think it's going to surprise people and do more business than was anticipated. How much are they
1: saying? About thirty million.
2: I think thirty five. Okay. I think thirty five. I I um I didn't read the new updated tracking information this morning, but I think thirty five. Well, so yeah, yeah, it's a great one. And and I tell you, Hotel Transylvania three is a great one too. I mean, it's 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 really good for the kids. Uh, They're going to get out and they're going to enjoy that quite a bit. And really, this summer, if you think about it, you basically had Incredibles two, and now Hotel Transylvania three. That's That's about it. That's the only little kid movies this summer. I think it's going to just pack in there, do some business. They're coming out. The kids will enjoy it. The kids watching last night had a good time last night. You watched Skyscraper and Cabot last night. Yes, I did. And you saw all the kids out there. Yeah. Uh, they they had their Hotel Transylvania drink cups, their Hotel Transylvania popcorn buckets.
1: I had a Hotel Transylvania oh, popcorn nice, bucket. Oh, nice, And, the, and, and, it was and purple.
2: The, and the kids had a good time. And it's it's a great kids' film. Take everybody. Take all the kids. My uh, five-year-old just, just loves it. Love Just tore it up. I mean, just loves it. Well, good. She loved Incredibles.
1: You know, Uh, but there's a lot to love about the Incredibles.
2: Incredibles has a lot of stuff that that adults will enjoy, and a lot of stuff that's over a little kid's head. It has taken in half a billion dollars. It's so awesome! It's awesome. But now Hotel Transylvania, extremely kid friendly. Okay, good. Take take, yeah, take the kids, and and you'll take the little ones. Three year olds can watch it. Okay, three year old and up be just fine. Hotel Transylvania three, I highly recommend it for families. Highly recommend it.
1: Okay. Good, Dan. I'm glad to see they're going to have a, a kids' movie here for a while. Yes, you know I think that skyscraper did so well because the folks that are out there that are the critics love Dwayne Johnson. They like him. They what's like the, him a lot. What's not to love? What's I mean, not, he's a nice guy. Evidently, he does a lot of stuff for the community. He's a, he's a good and he's a he's a good action Genuine hero guy.
2: Genuine yeah. guy. Yeah, I, what's not to love about the guy? I mean, I just, I love when they put him and Kevin Hart together, whether it's Central Intelligence or Jumanji. Well, yeah, I mean,
1: yeah, they're getting ready. They're already got script ready for Jumanji too. They need to. Those guys are
2: great together. I I I mean, come on, man. He was Maui in uh, in Moana. Yeah, he was the voice of Maui.
1: Yeah. That was great. Yep, it
2: was a great Disney flick.
1: He's, I guess uh, he's, awesome. a, he's a good actor. Oh, no he's, doubt. he's he's learned and he's doing well now. No doubt. His big, his big kind of. Uh, adult movie of yeah. course is ballers on hbo oh, his adult tv series oh yeah. my gosh that's a funny that's show. a great show that's a great it's show. hilarious and now, it's
2: spot on it's spot on from the moment the opening credits and 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 song come on <laughs> yep until they close out the end credits it's spot on. It is a great television series.
1: Well, I I like it as much as I like the uh, the show that was based on Donnie Wahlberg's time in Hollywood. Well, Mark Wahlberg is the executive producer of Ballers. Oh, is he? Okay. It's the same show. Yeah. It's the same show. Yeah.
2: It's a bunch of guys that are doing
1: sports together
2: instead of a bunch of guys doing movies together. The same team that brought you Entourage is yeah. bringing you
1: – ballers well i'm gonna Same tell you team. what entourage was a great show it really was it really the, was. the movie was even good
2: now a little bit of trivia for you you know ricky jarrett from ballers okay you know he's the wide receiver right the short but quick right and he's had all the drama yes that is denzel washington's son
1: is that yes. really <laughs> the
2: guy that plays the guy that plays ricky jarrett on ballers is denzel washington's holy son. cow yeah that's him now the next time you watch it you, you look at the resemblance. Now, I will. he's got that haircut and he's got that beard on uh-huh. to try to hide that somewhat,
1: but that's Denzel Washington's son. I did not know yeah, that. Yeah, I
2: love Ricky Jarrett. That character kills me on that show.
3: Well, he kills
1: yeah, me. He's hilarious. To say that he's full of himself is an understatement. Ricky Jarrett. That guy is so <laughs> funny. That is such a great character. Doesn't he have... That's the perfect name, isn't it, for a football player? <laughs> Just...
2: It just fits. I don't I mean, know. I
1: I like that. That's show a superior a lot. show. Yes,
2: it's back on Sunday, August twelfth. Oh, really. New season starts Sunday. You August You know who 12th. my
1: favorite character is? And I, I I don't have the names down, but the uh, the guy who was the um, I think he was a defensive or an offensive tackle, uh-huh. and now he's like he's trying oh, to yeah. work he, as he a car dealer cars, and stuff. He was selling cars yes. for a while. Yes, he's funny. He's funny. I like him.
2: <laughs> but you know, they had Peter Berg. The awesome director who directs Mile Twenty Two, uh-huh. they had him playing the football coach for a while. You know the 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 Miami football yeah. coach that had the bad attitude and the temper problem and wanted to fight everybody and kicking over the water cooler and everything. Peter Berg was great in that role. Well, so think great. about
1: this. Think about where they're going to now. They're going to Vegas.
2: And and it, well, they yeah they they did Vegas in last year. Uh huh. This year they're in Los Angeles. Oh, the are new they? season starts August twelfth. Is in Los Angeles.
1: Okay, I, yes. I I've got all of them recorded. Oh I, yes, oh, I yes. have DVR'd that whole series. It is just. Have you ever seen it, Russ? You got to see it. Yes, it's, it's it should pop up on Netflix in the near future or some, or one of the pay maybe new one. I maybe. would think so. Maybe I mean you know uh, it's well Net, liked. Netflix
2: is you know Netflix is going to have some problems, but I think. Um, I think uh, Disney and Warner um probably going to shut their air off soon but uh yeah. We've had that discussion.
1: Yeah, I know you have. Yeah, yeah Netflix we've and, about
2: it. Yeah, Netflix and MoviePass are are uh are stupid. <laughs> they uh they, <laughs> they took
1: on the big boys.
2: Well, they, just, they they you know, Netflix needs to understand it's not a movie business. Netflix and the TV business. Yeah. They're going to get reminded of that, I'm afraid, as soon as um Disney Disney acquires Fox and pulls all that content. And uh, the AT and T Time Warner mergers went together, so they're going to pull that content.
1: Well, that's being challenged now. Well, I'm sure DOJ is saying, "Don't know if we need those boys being yep. one entity." That deal has went through. Yeah, but that's yeah. being challenged in court again. The uh, DOJ is closed. Going yeah. after it again, yeah. so we'll see yeah. what happens with yeah. it. But AT and T Time Warner going to be interesting. HBO deal. I mean, yeah, it's it's um, well, that's all the talk right now in Hollywood is not yeah. about what movies are coming it's about who's going to get fox
2: yeah disney gets fox and C. so then you'll have the disney fox combo with the at&t time warner hbo combo and uh, that does not look well for uh you know people like netflix and and uh, what about Amazon. amazon
1: you think they they are able because of how big they are be able to hang in there with them well
2: i think that um I mean, you know, Bezos has got a lot, of, a lot of cash. I think there's an art to creating content, as opposed to the art of delivering content. You know, I mean, I I want Amazon to deliver me some groceries. I don't want them <laughs> cooking
1: my food. Okay, so there's a difference in that. They'll and, you know, get to it. Don't worry. I, I, Bezos I, wants to own yeah, everything. There's something
2: to be. Yeah, there's something to be said for staying in your lane.
1: Um Not to Bezos. I mean, you you understand what Bezos is. Yeah. Just came out today, $200,000 ticket next year. He'll take you to outer space.
2: Well, yeah.
1: I just don't – like I said, I want Amazon to deliver my food, not cook my
2: food. I don't think because (laughs) you can deliver the content of something, you need to necessarily create the content. Uh, And and you see this a lot lot of times on smaller scales. You know, you'll see somebody, and um, I enjoy it when they do this because it allows me to capitalize on their stupidity. But you'll see someone who who is great at doing something. They're just awesome at what they do. They are like a superstar real estate agent, or they are a superstar accountant, or they're a superstar doctor, or a superstar dentist, or a
1: superstar attorney, or a superstar movie theater owner. No. Who might that be? No.
2: <laughs> and then they think because they're good at their profession that they are now good at everything. Mm. Yeah. You know, and they decide they need theater to. Peter op- Principal then they decide they need to open up a bowling alley or they need to open up a restaurant or they need to open up a music venue or they need to open up a movie theater or they need to open up a uh, uh, uh a bar or a nightclub or an arcade or a pool hall and fail you know,
1: miserably
2: yeah because you know they claim out yes you know well i like to eat steaks and i like to drink beer and you know, I'm good at cutting cancer off people and throwing it in a trash can, and I made a lot of money doing that, so since I'm a superstar oncologist
1: or cardiologist or,
2: you know, I'm great at doing people's taxes. I'm going to tell you what. I it, need to take this money and open up this steakhouse or if, whatever. If, it some, just if work. some
1: proctologist is known as the best in his field and he opens up a restaurant, I'm not eating there. Just saying.
2: I'm talking <laughs> about on a smaller scale. I see that all the time.
1: Well, I'll you tell you, I, and I'll they get tell the tell clock clean. You, know you know who's good at, at doing that and, and losing money? Sports figures. Yes. Who think because yes. everybody loves them, what they do on the field, now they can yes. open a restaurant yes. with their name on it, and then a year later they're out of business. Stay in your lane. Stay in your lane.
2: People ask me all the time to invest in something. Nope. Not in my lane, brother. Not in my lane. I stay in my lane. <laughs> stay in
1: your lane. <laughs> right. I've been trying to talk – Matt having a a big restaurant next to his nope, movies there, nope, and he keeps nope, telling me nope, no, nope, nope, nope. I like nope. those. There's a couple of places in San Antonio that are like nope. that that I really like. Nope. Staying in my lane, man. I'm not
2: yum yum products. I'm not doing Olive Garden and Pepsi. <laughs> it's not me. Staying in my lane.
1: Let me. What do you think about what happened to the dude from uh, Papa John's Pizza? I mean, have you read what he said that they've said was so racist? It well, wasn't racist. No,
2: what, as I understand it, and, and and I'm just going by what I read in the Wall Street Journal, okay? As I understand it, he hired a PR firm, and he was having a discussion with the PR firm
1: Yes, that's right.
2: about things that people used to say. That you can't say anymore. Because he went into the whole KFC thing. Right. And and, and and he was talking about how this stuff was said and done in the past, but you can't
1: say and do these things anymore. And he so understood that. He quoted Colonel Sanders. Yep. Colonel Sanders at one time was a member of the KKK. All right? So, Understand that. He was born in the eighteen, late, late eighteen hundreds, and he used the N word freely. In the 60s. So Papa John's is quoting
2: Colonel Sanders yep. and saying, you know, why did this happen? Why is he doing this? You can't do this anymore. People can't say these things. This is insane. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. Somebody records that. Yeah. And then they make it out like he's making this statement.
1: Yeah. They so, take it
2: out of context. Right. So it, it would be like, I Normal. don't know. It would be like I am commenting now on a comment someone else made and they make it out to be my speech.
1: Yeah, it's your comment, not somebody else's
2: comment. I'm commenting on someone else's comment. Like, you know, like if, I don't know, Trump or Obama or something said something. I repeat what they say, and I say, according to Trump or according to Obama. And now you're trying to say, I'm the guy.
1: And they take out the according I'm, to. I'm the guy. Yeah, right. Trying. Okay,
2: that's what happened to Papa John's. So uh, he resigned. He also resigned from the, the board of the college. Yeah. I mean, everything from
1: Louisville. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, and, 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 and all I know about it is go, what I read in the they take him off Journal. of all the marketing material. Wow. I mean, his face is synonymous with Papa John. Right.
4: Well and they just noticed they just announced on on S R. N that at the top of the hour that they were taking his name off the college itself.
1: Yeah, Louisville. Yeah, Louisville. You know what that tells you to do? Don't
2: donate money to colleges.
1: Yeah. I'm I'm just saying uh, I wouldn't give him another plug nickel, and they're not going to be able just to do whatever they want to at Papa John's because he owns seven hundred million dollars in stock. I bet you he's got over fifty percent.
2: If I was him, I would just stop doing it. Buy me an island in the
1: Caribbean and go there and chill. You know, I didn't realize he's originally from Indiana. I did yeah. not know that. I would, I wouldn't, I wouldn't put up with that stuff. No, and the, and people don't talk about what he did when he was in indiana to no, fight racism no he no, just it's, don't it's, talk about no, any of that this no, is th- the politically th- correct no idiots out there right
2: gone gone right nuclear this is what this is what this is what happens and this is what's easy to do you know it's it's like uh if you got these small towns across the country they always have them some concerned citizens that are you know active on social media
1: always active always wrong typically on social media right yeah but
2: they're not really out say you know fighting crime or you know doing something to you know stop the meth dealers or doing something to work on this opioid addiction Mm -hmm. they generally attack legitimate business owners and you know you can go back to the 1990s the 1980s with people like uh, al sharpton people like that the rainbow push coalition people like that and it was a whole lot easier Jesse Jackson. Yeah, it was a whole lot easier if you're if you're one of those people to shoot your mouth off at a legitimate business as opposed to doing something that benefits people. Why don't you house the homeless maybe feed the hungry, uh perhaps fight crime, <laughs> stop stop the prostitution of minors. Uh,
0: so, is something yeah, on those lines. why don't you go
1: out and raise the money to help the city buy brand new cop cars? Something I mean, you know, just saying. right as opposed to uh
2: pointing your finger all the time, picking on a legitimate business. Okay, so the guy, the pizza guy shot his mouth off out of context in a weird way and everybody jumps on that. But we we don't do anything to to solve legitimate problems, you know. Mm-hmm. I wonder how many millions of African Americans work for Papa John's.
1: Yeah. Be a, be a good question. Right.
2: You know, just like when they when they they call all these things about trump
1: you know they say all these things about trump
2: you know unemployment for everybody is at an all-time low and i mean one of the number one things you could do for somebody is put money in their pocket and
1: give them a job and cut their taxes do you know which race has the lowest unemployment ever in their history
2: African Americans.
1: His, no, his, Hispanics.
2: Oh, really? I didn't know that. Okay.
1: Hispanics. Lowest now than they've ever seen. All right, let's get a quick break here. Uh, Holland Bottom wants you to know out at Holland Bottom Farm in Cabot on 321, they've got squash and zucchini and eggplants and cucumbers, bell banana and jalapeno peppers. Plus, they've uh, got fresh tomatoes. <coughs> and I'll tell you, they got them because I buy them there all the time. Cantaloupes. They have watermelons. You, If you're lucky, you'll be able to get a black diamond. I finally got one over the weekend, got the last one. I'm going to go by and check them again this weekend because I promised Russ that I'd pick up one for myself and one for him. So I got to get one for him. And the other day, my son-in-law cut himself a piece of watermelon, didn't know that it was a, a black diamond. He took a bite of it and he goes, pop. And I go, yeah. He goes, What kind of watermelon is this? It's unbelievable it's so sweet. And I said, it's called a black diamond. I've told you about them. So now you got to taste it. Buy more. (laughs) That was his exact words. Buy more. All right, so you can get uh, blueberries and blackberries. You can buy everything fresh from the farm and take it right to your table. Produce and fruits all at Holland Bottom Farms, 321 out in Cabot. Take that first Cabot exit from 67-167. Eat the best. Eat with the good folks from Holland Bottom Farms. All right, back with you, Dave Ellsworth right Show. Matt Smith is here. Hey, no. uh I'm I'm going to be uh, up in Cabot. Well, you know, I live in Cabot. Cabot is my is my home. I've lived there now for 14 years. I love it up there. The domain of Dave. But I will be sitting in front of the city council come uh, Monday night. Monday night, I'm going to appear there. To offer my uh, thoughts on um, Matt Smith being able to sell adult beverages, alcohol. I, I don't want I don't want people to just go freaking driving off the road there in Cabot. But I'm going to be talking to positives about Matt being able to sell adult beverages uh, at uh, the uh, the movie theater. He sells them. At, at all the rest except for the one up in uh, Searcy. I mean, he sells in uh, Little Rock. He sells down in Hot Springs. And, uh, you know, they had a really nice article about uh, Riverdale 10 yesterday in the uh, the Demgas, and they've done several positive stories about what Matt's doing. Uh, we who go to the movies in uh, uh, Cabot, we can't say anything bad about you know Matt because Matt has given us those really nice uh, electric recliners there in in Cabot. You got some of the best food at a movie theater you'll ever find. Their popcorn is a a a man. I'm just telling you, it's fantastic. I love it. But I'm going to go stand up for him. He's a business owner. He has a right to you know, sell any legal product that is out there as far as I'm concerned. And we're going to talk about it. And, you know, Matt and I have known each other for low, I think, going on 16 or 17 years now.
2: Yes, it has been a ride.
1: Yeah, there's been good times and bad times. (laughs) But we... uh, Town to
2: town, up and down the dial.
1: Now now we've been, you know, (laughs) now that when we've been at Riverdale since uh, we were at Riverdale for a while... And then we were over back at the uh, uh, the other one, uh, the, Market Street, the Market Street Cinema, and people turned out in droves to go there because we show great classic movies. Uh, we had a great crowd Tuesday night. We showed Raiders of the Lost Ark. Those people are glad by.
2: to see Raiders. Yeah, we had about ninety-five 100. Pe-
1: was it 100 people. Was a hundred people? Okay, yeah, it was good. I knew we had a great crowd. It was. I gave away some. I gave away <laughs> four four passes to Magic Springs. Oh, nice. I give away four passes for next weekend to go to see the Travelers. <laughs> I got to tell you something. Okay.
2: I got an email from a guy. This guy sent an email. He said, hey, said, uh, I was out there to see that Red Lost Ark, and, uh, you know, really, that was a lot of fun. You guys should do that kind of stuff all the time.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we should. He says. We've been thinking about that. He says
2: in an email, he says he says you guys can do that kind of stuff all the time and, and here's some movies y'all need to play and he emailed me a list about six movies right how and many I, are we showing this right? year i said email to go back i said we do this all the time those six movies you listed we played in the last year or two yeah i said you know you need to go to the website and just click coming soon and you know, go to the Facebook page and sign up to follow events.
1: And look at the second Tuesday <laughs> of every month, and you're going to see the best so, of the classic movies. Next month, it is going to be Wizard of Oz.
2: Oh man, I love that movie! It's going to be great. Gonna We're going to do something special oh, this time. You got to. It's Wizard of Oz. I mean, you, if is... you
1: got a daughter or a granddaughter, dress them up like Dorothy. Yes, and bring them. We're going to judge their costumes, and whoever wins. We're going to give you a family package to go down out to Magic Springs, get in free, and enjoy the day. Like a family of four. Yep, for a family of four. Nice. Now, that'll be a lot of fun. And that's not a cheap gift, it's about $65, I think, per person to get into Magic Springs now. People are coming to Wizard of Oz. Oh, yeah. And they they love be dressed up as the characters. They always do. That movie's so much fun. Yeah. My
2: daughter watches that movie over and over. She's five years old. She watched that movie over and over. Tell your wife to go
1: ahead and and bring her. And I know. Hasn't she dressed up like Dorothy? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Last last year at
2: Halloween, she was Dorothy,
1: and my son, who was.
2: Six months old. Was Cowardly lion. He Cowardly was a lion. lion. <laughs> His little lion customer It was It was funny. It was so funny. I, but it, Come so, on, Put him up. Put him so up. The, guy, the guy emails me back, and he's like, he's like, how did I not know this? And I'm like, well, I mean, how do you not know, man? It's in the newspaper. It's on the radio. Yeah. It's on our Facebook page. It's on our it's website. It's on my Facebook page. How pages. do you not know, man? Yeah. So anyway, we got a new fan That's great of the classic film series Tuesday night. and he, he had never been before, evidently, and went to see Raiders and had a good time.
1: Here's what we got for you the rest of the year. <laughs> we got Wizard of Oz next month, September is Forrest Gump, October is the uh, original Exorcist. Oh, man. November is actually a movie we've never shown before, but we wanted to show it because it's Humphrey Bogart. You know, and it's the Maltese Falcon.
2: We hadn't showed that before. We have never shown it. I thought we had.
1: Nope. I guess we've done Key Largo.
2: Yep. And we've done Casablanca several times. Oh, yeah.
1: We've done Casablanca more than I can count on my hand. Yeah, it's always fun. Uh, December is White Christmas. We do know that we're going to celebrate the 75th anniversary of Gone with the Wind, and we're going to show it again in January. And I think that is the exact date it was released. If not, it is really close. So it's going to be a fun time for everybody to, to come out and see that movie Gone again. Gone with the Wind in January. Yeah, but I mean, really, if I could, I
2: do Gone with the Wind, Wizard of Oz, and Godfather every year. <laughs> I, I, you
1: know, those three, yeah. oh, those three in Apocalypse Now. Hold up. Yeah. Oh, that's what you got there, Charlie. Don't I like that. Yeah. I <laughs> love the smell of napalm in the morning. It smells like... Victory. I mean, you, you you know you talk about the
2: slate of films from nineteen thirty five and 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 Wizard of Oz. And what Donald great year! Yes, but then you look at those iconic films from the seventies and Apocalypse Now and Godfather. I mean, they're right in there. I mean, that's the American canon right there. That's
1: a you just touched right something in, in my in my mind. There is a movie out right now, and it, I don't think it's come to our area because I am sure you'll show it. Revenge. Are you familiar with it? Revenge is. Uh, um all the girl stars in it
2: right you're that's, yes. what, that's the movie you're talking about yeah. uh yeah i mean that's a vod title okay you watch it at home tonight right now oh um, i didn't know it was it there yeah okay VOD i didn't know title. it was vod yeah
1: vod that's why i hadn't showed it here's the reason that i i want to see it yeah because when i saw the trailer uh-huh you know what movie i thought of apocalypse now no godfather i spit on your grave oh okay and okay. The, the lady who who yes. starred and i spit on your grave yes. is from pine bluff yes yes i'm gonna to try to get her on and talk to her okay that movie revenge is a
2: video on demand title and you can watch it now at home it's on your it's on your pay-per-view right
1: now i spit on your grave is one of the most vicious Movie. oh yeah. yeah i have ever in my that's right life in there with seen. texas chainsaw master yeah and that's, that's just some brutal low budget <laughs> but it was good rough, man i mean when people talk oh, yeah. about the 70 movies freaky horror movies, it always yes. comes up yes. yeah and you know you talk always. about
2: yeah you talk about like rob zombie he's such an aficionado for those films and he's trying to make movies that have been homage to those films i'm I mean, you
1: devil's rejects yeah. is a, well yeah version of those movies oh yeah i've seen oh yeah he's still he's still
2: trying to make those films you know but but even 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 look at some of those little independent films from like the 90s like uh shallow grave you know oh, that's yeah. kind of an homage very, to those films good. yeah so yeah. i i agree with you that was um that was groundbreaking you know oh, that was groundbreaking. yeah yes
1: and it was the first time that yes. i could remember where a female lead was empowered like that, you know, they talk about like women were never empowered in the movies, and in the seventies, right. they were hugely empowered. Right, right, right. There was a there was an entirely
2: entire Pam shift Greer and during, all of them. During, yes, during that decade. Yes, absolutely. And you had some films made then. You think, wow, you know, that would never get made today.
1: I thought no one would ever. Make I spit on your grave? I'll have to watch Revenge yeah. to see yeah. if they pushed it like that movie did.
2: Well, you you know, I mean, just look at Carpenter and you know,
1: <laughs> not a John, living dead, baby.
2: not a living dead. Yeah, and and, and what that said, and, and you know the the comments it had, the social commentary in that, and the All commentary about on ra- Yes, I mean that was such a ground. I guess that was sixty nine or sixty eight. It was it was such a groundbreaking film. There's yeah. no doubt.
1: Made in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Yeah, that that was, that was just. A Unreal. basically in a cemetery unreal unreal how, <laughs> how how cutting 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 edge that was george and, romero and low budget and low budget we just lost him a few years back yeah, yeah. that yeah. that that movie was pre uh what was the one that the, they There's made where white, they were man. running they were running through the forest uh about the the ghost that was uh, the witch that was uh, uh, a blair witch. blair witch yeah it was a, a movie like that where not a lot of money but a good Movie written well, filmed well, and kept you on the edge of your seat. the greatest scene in that movie that whenever you talk about it with somebody who's watched it more than once is a scene when the daughter kills her mother with the uh the trowel down in the basement, yeah, yeah, that was a shocking, shocking motion picture. look, it was only. It was uh, aliens, where um, they finally uh, put a, a a kid at risk in that yeah, movie. Yeah. That's usually yeah. not done. No, no. In uh, in movies. No, no. So next year, mm, 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 mm. I want to tell everybody that we're going to show. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna show Mel Gibson's movie, the big one, the big one, the religious one.
2: Oh, you gonna play that next year?
1: We are gonna play it next year. Yeah, that'd be good. That'd be good. Yeah, I don't see it played by very many people anymore. Really? Yeah, they will play Ten Commandments and things yeah, that's like that. True. But, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna play the Passion. Do it in April. Yeah, for Easter type yep. stuff. week yep. that's a good choice. We'll that's play choice. it. So yeah. We yeah, that's good choice.
2: so we got yes yeah, so we'll do passion in april we've got Gone to win in january that's two strong i'm thinking
1: Casablanca needs to come back like we tend oh, to man, do that yeah, every so other good. year that's so good yeah it's yeah, a great movie just, it's the best yeah, script ever written for a motion picture that but uh, that's by votes yeah, of all the people in hollywood themselves. come back
2: man, that's three strong ones right there yep. passion Gone to win and Casablanca. i
1: it's, sat that's that's down three three the other ones. night watching yeah. tmc and yep. they had on the had key largo on and i watched oh, it that's man. such a great movie that movie is shot in a static location one room and it keeps your attention yes. through the whole movie we were talking
2: about that last week with zach yeah you know
1: it, it yes
2: uh yeah those three top choices for 2019 yes yeah
1: so those are those are just Absolutely. some of the Absolutely. you can already start talking them. we can already tell you about look at gone with the wind in january second tuesday in january tickets are on sale for that yeah Casablanca, february february yeah second tuesday for that okay uh april will be the passion of the christ all right we'll have that one yeah that's another one yeah so some good stuff yeah that's I, i i'm i'm on board with all of those those sound great now matt and i here's what we did look we've shown some movies that were seminal movies and nobody comes to see them because they don't understand that they're seminal movies like uh when you look at Blow Up, right? Uh, and I had five people show up to see it. Uh, it's a great motion picture. I'd like to show the movie Z, but I don't think anybody would come to it. And it's a great political thriller that was filmed uh, over in Italy. It's a great, great movie. But how many people really know that much about you know Argento and some of the other great directors out of Italy? So. Look, i got to make sure that the man sitting here in right. the studio makes a little money to cover the cost of bringing those movies in. So right. now we look and see what movies made a lot of money, and everybody knows about them so we yeah. can bring them back yeah, I in. I mean, that's,
2: that's it. You got You really got to pick from, you know, the like the 100, 200 top yeah. ones from the American canon, you know, to get people to come out. Because
1: Matt will tell you, I'm one of those people that, there's some movies that are fantastic they were great groundbreaking movies i'd love to show them again i just know that nobody come out right i mean it it it, yeah i films that i
2: think are just um you know would be films that that you would want for a master film class yeah you know and you're going to show these films and 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 you know i want to get down into the the real the real bone marrow of that motion picture right and i think it is a genre changing type film yep. and it's extremely important but i don't know if that film will draw a crowd see a, i would a, love a in
1: of, next october yeah i would love to do i spit on your grave right
2: not going to draw a crowd
1: no but everybody's I mean, heard of the exorcist yeah but everybody's heard of the exorcist everybody has heard of uh what's the one uh where they're in the haunted house uh the g- little girl in the tv and to feel horror yeah, not Amy Deville. I don't know, that was pretty popular. Man. Yeah, a, it was. What was that movie that Uh Yes, Rust. Yeah. russ knows what I'm talking about. At the end where Poltergeist. The, yeah, Poltergeist. Oh, okay. Is. Yeah. That's, that's, that's a that's everybody a, yeah, knows that that's true. one and that's it did true. it did big, big box office. That's true. Toby Hooper directed yeah, it, yeah. but behind right behind him looking over his shoulder was Steven Spielberg. Oh, that's why. <laughs> that's the key all right let's take a break got a break in here uh, really 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 toby was the assistant director that's basically honestly. the truth honestly all right if you want a career working with a great company if you're detail oriented you strive to do the right thing you want to make a difference in your community hook your your wagon to a great company thrive out in the outdoors work with your hands do great work there be a part of the pi roofing and home solutions team they're expanding their operations department to better serve their customers as they grow. So why not grow with them? Just go over and build your future with them. PI Roofing and Home Solutions has career opportunities in their commercial roofing and service division, residential roofing and service division, and home solutions divisions. You can make a difference, and with the PI Roofing, you can do it together and climb the ladder to success. To apply, go to piroofing.com or call them at 501 707 3551. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick show. We got about five minutes left here in this hour with Matt Smith. We'll pick him back up after the news at the okay, top okay. of the hour. With that, I'm going to turn it over to Matt. i to call you back. He's, to, he's, on, he's doing ready, business. I'm ready. He's doing business right now. I'm ready. I'm going to turn him over to let him talk about Riverdale it. 10 VIP cinema. Catch us at Riverdale10.com.
2: That's Riverdale10.com. Buy your advance tickets right there online. We've got the leather, luxury, electric recliners with tables and reserves sitting in all 10 auditoriums. We serve over 40 different beers and eight different wines. We have a full food menu made fresh, ready to order, and hot when you order it. Chicken tenders, cheeseburgers, French fries, handcrafted pizza, Bavarian pretzels, State Fair Corn Dogs, Nathan's Hot Dogs, White Castle Cheeseburger Sliders, Chocolate Peanut Butter Pie, Key Lime Pie, Ice Cream, Nachos, Nathan's Hot Dogs that I mentioned, toasted ravioli, and mozzarella cheese sticks. The entire menu is right there at riverville 10com Click on the menu to see the drinks, see the food, see the adult beverages. You can sign up for our email newsletter. You can like our Facebook page and follow events. And, of course, you can download the free Theater Group mobile app for your phone. Advanced tickets always on sale at the website. And, of course, we're selling gift cards at the website. July 17th, we present The Piano from 1993 starring Harvey Keitel,
1: Academy Award-nominated motion picture. It's at 7 p.m. The uh, best actress was the young girl, Anna Paquin, who you know uh, from uh, True Blood.
2: Yes, and Star Wars. Hotel Transylvania three, Summer Vacation, rated PG. That's new this week, showing at Riverdale 10. Also new this week is Skyscraper. Great movie. Go see it. Fun movie. We're
1: still playing Ant-Man and the Wasp. Another good movie. Go see it. The Incredibles 2 it's a great cartoon go see it jurassic world fallen kingdom another great action movie go see it the first purge no i didn't go see it book club i haven't seen it. oceans eight
2: Refused uncle drew see it.
1: <laughs> all playing
2: at the theater now we are also showing won't you be my neighbor the awesome documentary from Mr. Rogers of Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood. No, I'm,
1: I'm going to go see that. That's
2: exclusively at Riverdale 10. And also new this week exclusively is Leave No Trace. It's Great ride up today. Rated PG, Leave No Trace, Rated PG. It is from the writer and director of Winter's Bone. It stars Ben Foster from Breaking Bad. And Hell in High Water. Jeff Cober, Dale Dickey, Dana McKellen, Isaiah Stone. Again, from Deborah Granick, who brought you Winter's Bone. Great
1: movie.
2: Films rated PG, Leave No Trace exclusively at the Riverdale Ten. Got a ninety in today's Arkansas Democrat Gazette, and it is on the front page, top of the fold, in the style section of today's Arkansas Democrat Gazette.
1: Just so everybody know knows, that's the movie, Winter Bone, that broke Jennifer Lawrence's career. It was filmed in the Ozarks. Yeah. Good movie. Leave No Trace PG
2: after a small mistake reveals them to be a to the authorities, after a small mistake reveals them to the authorities, a father and daughter who have been living under the radar in a nature reserve near Portland, Oregon, must embark on an increasingly erratic search for a place to call their own.
1: Leave Looks no interesting. I don't have to check it out. I'll, yes, I'll go see it just because Ben Foster's in it. He's a great actor. We'll take a break, then we're going to come back and we're going to tell you more movies. That are playing in Cabot, playing in Cersei, playing in Hot Springs, and we'll talk about some new movies that are coming up as well. Denzel, baby, is coming up next weekend. We'll talk about that as well here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Eleven. Well, we got more. Eleven is... Okay, here you go. i give them to you real quickly, and then we'll get to the other theaters. All right, okay, all right. Eleven is Star Wars. Nice. Ten, Schindler's List. Yeah. Nine, 2001, A Space Odyssey. <laughs> Number eight ET The Extraterrestrial, which we showed last year. Yes. Uh, number seven, we showed it this year, Godfather Part yes. two. Number six, Casablanca, oh, February yeah. next year. Oh yeah. Number five Pulp Fiction. It made two hundred and two million seventy eight thousand two hundred dollars. Back in 2014, number four, the Shawshank Redemption, number three, Citizen Kane, number two, showing second Tuesday next month, The Wizard of Oz, and number one, showed it last year, The Godfather from 1972, made $624 million $25,500 uh, that's adjusted for inflation in 2014. The most famous quote comes from that movie. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. Don Corleone. With that said, that's just the kind of list that we pick our movies from. With that all said, by the way, Gone with the Wind, a billion five hundred million dollars adjusted for inflation and we we checked it out we were passing it on to uh uh our buddy here matt we're showing it uh, second tuesday in january of next year nine days before its actual opening date back in 1935 there you go all right so i'll turn it back over to you matt What's playing in the big city of Hot Springs? All right,
2: if you're down south, it's hotspringsvip.com. Go to hotspringsvip.com. Showing this weekend, Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation, Ant-Man and the Wasp, exclusively at the Hot Springs VIP Cinema for all of Garland County, Skyscraper, Jurassic World, Fallen Kingdom, The First Purge, HotspringsVIP.com. We're located at 351 Lake Hamilton Drive in the big city of Hot Springs. Luxury leather electric recliners with tables and reserved seating. Full food menu, over 40 beers, eight different wines. We do serve adult beverages there in Hot Springs. Go to HotspringsVIPCinema.com and click menu to see all the wonderful food we got and the adult beverages as well as popcorn, candy, soda, bottled water. Buy your tickets online in advance right there at the website. We have a ticketing kiosk in the lobby for your convenience at the Hot Springs Cinema at all four locations. And, of course, gift cards are also available online at hotspringsvip.com. You can get the Theater Group, Inc. 2018 free popcorn bucket. Bring in it every Wednesday for free popcorn. And get refills for only $4 for this 190-ounce popcorn tub Fridays through Tuesdays. But the popcorn is free on Wednesday. Be sure to get your popcorn tubs They're good at all four locations. You grab that popcorn tub, say in Hot Springs, you can use it in Cabot, Cersei and Little Rock. Same thing with the gift cards. You can buy a gift
1: card at any theater and use it at all four. You can come on Wednesday, decide that you don't want to see a movie, get a full bucket of popcorn, go home and eat it. That's a good deal.
2: (laughs) HotSpringsVIPCinema.com. Now, I'll tell you what's coming up. Uh, Next week, we will have exclusively... Equalizer 2. Also, next week we'll have Mamma Mia 2. Advanced tickets for those movies are on sale now. The following week we'll have Mission Impossible Fallout and Teen Titans Go to the Movies. And the tickets are on sale right now for those films. And of course, the following week we'll have Walt Disney Presents Christopher Robbins. And we will have The Darkest Minds. And the week after that, The Meg. Tickets for all those films are on sale right now at Hot Springs VIP. .com. Now, all those movies that I just mentioned that are coming up, they're also playing in Cersei Cabot and at the Riverdale 10, and those advance tickets are all on sale. Go to the website, download the free Theater Group Inc. mobile app, sign up for the email newsletter, and you can like us on Facebook and follow events. Now, if you're in Dave Ellswick's hometown where he has Castle Cabot in Cabot, Arkansas, <laughs>
1: Far from being a castle, but that's okay. It's your castle, brother, and that's it what It is counts. my castle, and you better not come unless you're invited. They could be
2: armed and dangerous. Who knows? That's I'm not right. saying. <laughs> Cabot VIP dot com. Go check out the website. We're at 100 Cinema Boulevard and showing on Monday and Tuesday. And this is in Cabot, also in Searcy. And also in Hot Springs, Despicable Me 3, Monday and Tuesday, July 16 and 17. Doors open at 9.30. Showtime is 10.30. Despicable Me Me 3 is PG. Soda and popcorn, only a dollar during the Monday and Tuesday Summer Kids series films. Don't forget to catch that in Cabot, Cersei and Hot Springs. Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation, showing in Cabot. We're also showing Skyscraper, Ant-Man and the Wasp, Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, Incredibles 2, the first purge, all showing, CabotVIPCinema.com. We've got the leather luxury electric recliners with tables and reserve seating. Every chair in Cabot, every chair in Hot Springs, every chair at Riverdale 10 is a luxury leather electric recliner with a table and reserve seating. Full food menus at all locations. Chicken tenders, French fries, cheeseburgers, White Castle sliders, Bavarian pretzels, State Fair corn dogs, Nathan's hot dogs, nachos with cheese, chili, peppers, loaded fries if you want them. Did I say cheeseburgers? Mm-hmm. Fresh handcrafted pizza, key lime pie, chocolate peanut butter pie, ice cream, Bavarian pretzels, baked toasted ravioli, and Mozzarella cheese sticks. Full menu. Hit the website. Click menu. Now, if you're up north in the big city of Cersei, Searcy, that's CerseiCinema.com. Go to the website. Buy your advance tickets. Now showing in Cersei: Hotel Transylvania 3 Summer Vacation. Skyscraper. Ant-Man and the Wasp. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. The Incredibles 2. The First Purge. Uncle Drew. Ocean's 8. Avengers Infinity War. Still on the screen. And, of course, Monday and Tuesday, Despicable Me 3, 10.30 a.m. Tickets are only $2. Despicable Me 3 is rated PG. Doors open at 9.30. Movie starts at 10.30. That's Monday and Tuesday in Circe. Check out the full food menu at the website, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Showtimes are 2, 4, 7, and 9. com. And remember, advance tickets for the rest of the summer are always on sale for those big hits that are coming out.
1: All right. Yes, sir. Got okay, to get a break in, then we come back. Next week, a movie I've been waiting for to come out is coming out. Has Denzel in it. Not only is Denzel Washington is in, in it, but the director of the movie is the director, the directed the motion picture. Then Denzel won his Oscar for Training Day. So uh, we'll talk about that when we come back here in just a moment here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about Arrow Plumbing. Aeroplumbing.net on just, uh, of course, Google. It's Aeroplumbing. Get all the information about what's the phone number, where they located at, uh, et cetera, et cetera, how to get a hold of them. And you can then have them come out and take care of your plumbing problem. This is the plumbers that I use all the time. Never deviate from it. Haven't for 14 years. And they have a no lemon guarantee. That means they guarantee that the equipment and or the fixtures that they've provided and installed in your home will perform as they've stated. If any equipment or fixture fails three times in the first year, then they're going to replace the item at no charge to you. That's one of the great guarantees that you'll get from, uh, arrow plumbing and, uh, you know, Earl Donaldson stands behind his people, but he in, expects his uh, plumbers to be the ultimate uh, professionals. That's why you'll never see plumber pencil holder uh, more than once from an aero plumber. If, and that you should never see it. But if you happen to, it'll be the last time you'll see it. And it's the last time you'll see that plumber. That's aero plumbing again, aeroplumbing.net dot net. Or just on your Google Arrow Plumbing. All right. So next week, now the movie I've been waiting for, The Equalizer Two. I hope that you've seen The Equalizer. That was a great, great movie. And if you hadn't seen
2: Equalizer, we can't be friends.
1: Yeah. Bottom line, it's a great film, and is a brand new. Uh, was was devised to be a franchise, and it's taken them a while, but they're back with part two, and Antoine Fuqua. Is the director? He's the guy who did Training Day. It's the that's the movie that really launched his career as well, and uh, the movie that won Denzel Washington uh, an Oscar. Um, so in this one, Robert McCall, that's Denzel Washington, returns to deliver his special brand of vigilante justice when thugs kill his friend and former colleague. We start learning about the backstory of uh, McCall and McCall was a uh, like the number one government assassin Uh, and then he of course retired and it's got already it's got a great line in it that will go in my pantheon of great lines when he looks at a guy and says you know what I'm not going to like about killing you and the guy looks and says no what he says I can only kill you once (laughs) <laughs> make go ahead punk make my day that's just too good of a line
2: does he have i fired five or have i fired six
1: yeah that's a that's that kind of it's that kind of a movie i'm just telling you and uh i just i'm a huge fan of denzel washington i think he is one of the best actors that we've got uh on this on the big screen again
2: He's tremendous
1: now Fences, he won an Academy Award for that again, right? So he's won I two he was, now? I think he was nominated. He that, was that nominated. That was
2: nominated for some awards. I don't think it won, though. Okay. I could be wrong. I, I don't remember off the top of my head. It's crazy how fast I forget who won the Oscars. It's like, you know, by Valentine's Day, I don't remember. <laughs> do I don't you
1: know, know. I, I was looking, and do you know what, mo- I'm trying to think of it now, what was the only horror movie to ever to win Best Picture? Do you know? No, I don't know. Silence of the Lambs wow what a movie only horror movie to ever win best picture i mean jaws was right there it was nominated but it didn't win
0: jaws was
2: wow
1: that's another good movie we might show that next year i will tell you we will show apocalypse now again we need to we haven't shown that probably in a decade what an awesome film we might have to do a marx brothers film Mm, okay. we drew a ton of people to see the march brothers
2: I'm, I'm i'm on board
1: with that apocalypse now so <laughs> see,
2: I'm, I'm liking i'm liking uh let's see now we got next year we got gone with wind casablanca passion of christ jaws and apocalypse now that's mm-hmm. five that's five
1: we've five already almost right we almost five cleared up the whole right year quickly five and uh it's a wonderful life will be our christmas movie next year oh man
2: can't go wrong with that that's six now we got six of the twelve
1: and believe it or not, I've got Matt looking for a movie that did big box office back when open. Show it on the big screen for Halloween. I spit on your grave. <laughs> Guarantee this is a movie mm, that mm, you got. Mm. You've got to mm, mm, goes right along with the hills have eyes, mm, last mm, house mm. on the left. You know, Texas Chainsaw. It fits in that genre
2: yeah yeah the genre of it really cuts down on snacking during the
1: film <laughs> you won't mm. want to put you will not want to put uh ketchup no you know, on your hot dog well, I need some,
2: <laughs> i'm just saying i'm gonna do chicken strips with barbecue so also this is on right here yeah. i don't know if i really want to have dinner fingers in my chest. <laughs>
1: hitch yeah that sounds like the hitchhiker <laughs> doesn't say. it <laughs> oh, uh, man stop at the brutal. stop at the cafe and go oh. dip in your french fries and you pick up a finger oh. in your french fry man that is a brutal <laughs> film yeah rutger Ooh. hauer that, yeah. who else was in that the guy from, he was great i love oh it he's so actor. good he so good yes absolutely what was the what, one the shotgun preacher was that the another one that he was in that was really <laughs> another mm, good one mm, mm. of course he was uh no what is it um uh, the one that just came out with this year the sequel 2049 blade runner he was in blade runner oh man the original blade runner now great the, the original another movie made I a lot of money i think that was on
2: the guy's list who emailed me after raiders and we played that we yeah, played we, original blade runner last I've year played that a lot it's of times.
1: so good just a fun movie to watch you know it's a fun movie this, to watch oh so good it's really good better so, than it was
2: given credit for at the time oh it's picked That's up absolutely. such a cult following it's a sense. cult yeah yes. it's a cult movie now it I mean, absolutely you show it and
1: people come out to to watch because uh-huh. it's fun to watch let everybody know coming up uh here after matt's gone the geek squad's coming mitch breitweiser coming back uh his red rooster comic is launching fantastic on indiegogo last i saw Check this out now, Matt. They were set up for $15,000. You know how much nice. they've made to, to launch it? Uh, 35000 A little over seventy. Wow. Yeah, doing big. big. I lowballed them. Yeah, doing big. They Tim, did double what I said. Yeah, Tim Lim is going to be here. He's got the uh, Trump Space Force. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know, he's got that one Space that's coming up. That's made fifteen grand. He only needed 1600 There's already 15000 and they still got 25 days left on their Indiegogo. And we've got a special guest at 406. Sarah Palin? Chuck Dixon. No, I thought you were going to say Chuck Norris. Chuck Dixon is the man who launched The Punisher comic book. Nice. So he's going to be with hey. us to talk about that today. Oh, I like that. That's going to be a lot of fun. And... That's better than Sarah Palin. <laughs> yeah, yeah and he also he's launched, cooler he also lunch, launched launched from uh the um uh, the crew what was it uh, guardians of the galaxy drax that's his character Whew, another good one now he's going to be with us so anyway these nice. just some different movies that uh, or different guests today that you're going to man uh, in that comic hear.
2: book genre for man. some movies man we have there you got, go
1: here's the key though man is that we have so many people that are in that business here in Central Arkansas, you wouldn't believe oh, how much the, talent there is. There's here. A wealth
2: of talent and artists in the area.
1: If we can get, when you get, consider our size, if we get, I spit on your grave. I will promise you, I will do everything in my power to bring in the lady who was the big uh, female star of that movie because she's from Pine Bluff. She's seventy-one now. Does she live in the area? She lives fairly close. Nice. So we'll see if we can't come, uh, get her to come and talk about the movie. That would be fun. That would be immensely fun. One of the big uh, uh, things that breaks my heart is uh, I wanted to show Creature from the Black Lagoon, but the lady who played the lead died because uh, she was, uh, before I could get it in and have her come to the movie, because she had agreed to it, then she died later that year. Uh, she was, uh, of course, from Hot Springs. Man. Now, that would have been yes. awesome That'd to be have cool. her there. Are you Gun talking? traffic update. Oh, what's uh, going already? on traffic out there? What's out what's on the traffic
4: on Interstate 30 is backed up from uh, uh, 30 westbound from uh, the 114 to the one, I think you said 116, 117. That's right over there by benton haskell area i was gonna
1: say yeah that's another the cow kind of area yeah is there another cow running around
4: don't know that it's a cow but i'll <laughs> do some checking and okay. see i know carter does not come on for today. another 30 minutes
1: last time that the last time that we had a big it was backup was that big old bull running around so out there did you see all the video that day. people posted on facebook what a, what
2: a, what a day. about that it was
1: hilarious great. man you gotta it was, watch it was that. very funny you needed to see it it was great it was running everywhere all right, so go see a movie this weekend. I'm just telling you, there's a lot of great movies at all of his of uh, mass locations. You can find Hotel Transylvania 3, Summer Vacation, Skyscraper, Ant-Man and the Wasp, The Incredibles 2, Jurassic World, and, and Fallen Kingdom. I can tell you, those are all playing, 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 all of his theaters, and any of them, great movie to go see. Check us out at Riverdale10.com, dot
2: com, and com. We'll see you at
1: the movies. All right, Matt. Thank you for coming in. We'll talk to you again next Friday. It's the Dave Ellswick Show. Let's get to the news. We'll catch up on, in 60 seconds, what's going on around the world real fast. And then the Geek Squad's coming And we're going to talk about Mitch Breitweiser and Tim Lim and Mark Pellegrini and all of those guys. And our special guest, Chuck Dixon. Let's get back here to the show. We got the Geek Squad coming up. I think Shane Stacks is going to be dropping by as well. Uh, I think he wants, I'm hoping he gets here by 4 o'clock. Because I know he'd like to talk to Chuck Dixon. It's going to be like a lot of fun to talk to Chuck. I like all of the comics that Dixon has done. I mean, he's the man who really made the Punisher, quote The Punisher. And uh, Drax and I think he's done Batman or he's done Batman or Superman, maybe in Superman. And we'll talk with him about all of those, but I want to talk to him about the the books that he's been doing. These uh, these Levon books that he's done have been very very good. I want to talk to him about that. And the uh, there was a group of other books, and I forget what the, what the name of them was. Let me get them for you. I've read all of his books, so let me bring that up here. I can get it. All right, Chuck Dixon, I'm still here. Don't run away.
4: <laughs> batman nightwing and robin in the 90s and early 2000s
1: okay and, and uh of course as well uh, as
4: of course frank castle punisher. All,
1: all the stuff that he's done bane he was the man behind bane as well and we got um here's the wikipedia stuff on him it should have his books and let's see what we got here punisher dc comic the awards bibliography. I look. Uh, where is it he here? Dark Horse DC Comics. Let's see if they've got uh, the list down here of his his books. Tim Lim has walked into the studio. He has got an Indie Go Go. Oh no, he's got he's got the Killer Rabbit here now. All right, this is. Uh, Oh, what do we call it?
5: He's he's like a Navy SEAL now. Yeah, he's um, uh, what's uh, I forgot what his rank is. Darn it. Um, his name is USA No, <laughs> so he's a Special Forces rabbit. Yep. We got his comic here too. And what's the name of it? It's called Black Hops. Black Hops.
1: Yeah. H O. Here, here. Put the put the rabbit up. Here is the cover. Of the new comic. So you can see it. Black Hops. Yeah, and it's by not, Dave Dorman. Yeah, not 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 Ops. Hops. Dave Dorman, huh? Yeah, fancy. Right. <laughs> I, I, wanted, I wanted to tell you I appreciate you calling uh, Chuck Dixon and getting him set up to talk uh, to us today. I, I do want to I, – I talked to him about Clinton Cash – And that was, what, last year that Clinton Cash came out, or did it come out the year before? It was the year before. It was actually the month of the election. 2016 is what it was. Okay, so his books that I was wanting to tell everybody about, that he has written, uh, where where are all the stuff? Where's all the stuff now? Come on, give it to me. Thank you. Uh. I can't find a list of his other books. I can find everything he's done comics, but he's got a oh, he's got two, three groups of books. He's got his his seal mm-hmm. books that he's done. He's got his Levon books that he's done, and I forget. Uh, the other group of books that he's written about the guys that are time traveling is it Cannibals Gold? Bad
4: Times is a series about a team of former Army Rangers who travel back in time. Thank you.
1: It's a great series. I've read. I have read every one of his books. Wow, <laughs> they're really good. I mean, they're 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 written in the same kind of quick paced vernacular that you'd get out of a comic book. Mm-hmm. And then
4: the other is the Kindle leave on cade books that's
1: it those are good man i'm just telling you i i got it that's going to be one of my questions for him who has picked up the rights to do that for a, a tv series has anybody taken that to like hbo or you know cinemax or somebody like that or to to netflix or somebody somebody has got to pick that up
5: he'll probably tell you on air because he did sign it i mean someone has opted it i mean oh I know they have much. done it mm-hmm, but i don't know who it is i honestly didn't bother asking but he might tell you i mean he's um
1: well i'll be asking because i'm really into his his writing it's good it's a, real good and
5: he's helping out he's the writer of Trump space force i'm the artist on it but he wrote that too he people couldn't believe it when i told told him this but he gave us the script within a day of the announcement that's how fast he writes i mean it's crazy he's good yeah he is good
1: he's really good but if you can to be able to write a comic you got to be a great writer Mm -hmm. because it's got to be compressed and in a sentence you got to be able to convey probably something that you might do in two paragraphs in a in a book Yeah,
5: and not just that, but there's a rule of even numbered pages in comics. You leave your spoiler for even numbered pages because when you flip the page, you want to be surprised when it happens. So that's something. I did not know that. Yeah. So if you think about it, it makes it kind of trickier because when you're writing prose, you don't really have to think about that because you're reading in a linear fashion, but now that you have visuals attached to it, you don't want your spoiler to be on the opposite page. Right. Cause then you'll know it's coming. You want to save it for the next page. So you actually have to write with that. Make constraint. you
1: keep turning the pages. Right. Exactly. Smart. Mm-hmm. And that's just, I've never heard of anything like that as far as if you're writing a book, they don't have that type of thought process. That that's a pretty interesting process. So, uh, have you gone and seen Skyscraper yet?
5: No, not yet. I haven't even seen Ant-Man and the Wasp or Incredibles too. We've been busy. Yeah. Well, yeah, well I know you good. guys
1: have. You've been working not only on your own material, uh, you've been working on some other people's material. I think you and Mitch have been working and planning and mixing chemicals together and things of that nature to come up with some other stuff.
5: Yeah, absolutely. And I know I think Mitch is going to join us today. But, yep, he'll be here. You know, you've seen his project take off, 77, no, 78K as Oh, of he this said 78,000 now, yeah. huh? Good for him. And when then, he was here last Friday, we were trying to get him to 40,000. Yeah. And then we're about to hit 20, and so we've only Fantastic. been... Fantastic. Yeah, we've been on for about uh, just a little bit over 27 hours, so... We're doing pretty good. I mean, <laughs> I love it.
1: Yeah, I was looking at, uh, at Mitch's and yours, and I think, how many people have signed on on your account?
5: Uh, I would say just a little bit over 300.
1: Yeah, because Mitch, I think, was 1,200 and something the right. last time I looked. But if you think about that, 70, 78,000 and you're working towards 1,300 people, that's a significant
5: um, outlier. Yeah, for people, and not just that, but veteranship is big too. I mean, Mitch has been in the industry for more than a decade. I mean, he is bringing star power with him. Um, I have Chuck Dixon, which is good. But the thing is that when Mark Pellegrini and I, we've only been doing this for about two years. We worked in merchandising the rest of the time, so it is earned. I mean, Mitch earned that. That's for sure. Yes, he did. Uh, And you've known him longer than I have, and he's been toiling at this. This is the culmination of years of progress. This
1: is what he has been wanting to do all along. He has been wanting to launch his own publishing firm so that he could put in the, the philosophy he wanted to put into, back into comics.
5: Right, and so it's, it's great. I'm one, it's, it's so fantastic to see it. I mean, people have heard my story about it. I was a grad student over at um, UALR-UAMS, mm-hmm. and I just went over there to hear a talk by him and Betty, and, um, you know, I had no aspirations of going into art. I was going into audiology. And just kind of seeing someone come from our town who could do this, it taught me something about how if you work really hard and you know the right people and you, and you um, have a good product, you can make it. You can Here, Here's what
1: I'm excited about, Tim. And I've talked about this on the air. When you guys are on, when you're not on, it's, because I like to highlight talent from this area. Because there's a lot of great talent. There's a, a country and western artist, uh, Elise Davis, that I've, I have I had on starting about three or four years ago, and then she she came to me one day and she says, "Dave, she says, what do you think? Do you think that I should go to Memphis?" And I said, "You're so young. Of course you should go to Memphis. <laughs> of course. I mean." To be honest, I wish that I had gone out to Hollywood and, and tried because I think I might have succeeded out there, but I'll never know now if I would, and I'm too old now really to go out and try to start a new career, so I'm not going to try to do it. But uh, yeah, I, I would have liked to have done it, and she had, she went, she did the whole thing of working as a waitress and, and a, a bartender, and uh, she's on tour right now with Dwight Yoakam. Wow. And she's doing very, very well. And uh, the, she's promised me, I've kept in touch with her. I, she's promised me the next time that she's here in the area, she'll be back in here. I mean, I remember coming in and bringing her guitar and, and singing some of these songs that she was writing. And she, I knew she was talented, really talented. And uh, when she went to Nashville, and she was there about six months, and RCA signed her up as a, as a writer for them. Wow, that's fantastic. Yeah. That's really so, cool. She's going to be – I think she's going to be a big star. I really do. I think we're going to be going to see her at Verizon sooner or later.
5: We found out something last weekend. We actually did a signing at Capow Comics in Jacksonville, uh-huh. and we didn't know that one of the artists for Archie Comics lives here in town. It's uh, Meg Smallwood. Okay. Very nice. Uh, very nice person. We were introduced. We met each other at the signing last Saturday. But uh, she and her brother Greg are the artists on artist and writer on uh, Vampironica, which is a spinoff of the Archie series of okay. Veronica and Betty. And it's it's inter- it's interesting. And I don't know what it is about. Mitch has a very good theory on what it is about Little Rock and Arkansas in general that fosters creativity. And he thinks it has something to do with um, the fact that we're not really an, we're not a geographical echo chamber. I mean, you have Little Rock, which is metropolitan, but 15 minutes out of the city, you're in the country. Mm-hmm. So there's this. This diversity of, um, you you have many chances of introspection depending on where you are geographically, and that is that contributes to creativity. Because I mean, if you're not really happy with the hustle and bustle of the city, you just I don't know go climb pinnacle or something and right. get your inspiration there. Um, but it was just we were reminiscing on it because, for example, Mark isn't even from here; he's from Washington D.C. So I mean, what are the odds that a guy from Washington D.C. moves here seven years ago? Uh, just because the cost of living is a lot cheaper. and That's an understatement. Yeah, that is an understatement. Fairfax County, highest cost of living in the country.
1: It is expensive. Expensive in D.C.
5: Yeah. Comes down here. He meets me. Uh, I know Mitch. We meet Mitch. He talks to Mitch. He works for Mitch. Uh, and then we have the Smallwoods. We have Meg Smallwood, who we were introduced to. We got to get her on here. Yeah, fantastic. I think she'd be more than happy to talk. I think she'd love it. Um, you know, she, I don't know how long – I didn't actually ask her how long she's been living here. Uh-huh. It sounded like she just moved here recently. But, I mean, yeah, they're, they're good people. So. It would
1: be interesting to talk to her to see – Why did you choose Arkansas? Yeah. Jacksonville, Arkansas of all places.
5: Yeah, absolutely. I mean,
1: seriously. that's. I mean, did you just throw a dart at a map of the (laughs) United States and it landed there? That'd be an interesting uh, uh, discussion. I just had, of course, Matt Smith on, who is doing a lot as far as movies go here in the area. It's really interesting that one of the movies next year we're going to show. Is a movie from about 1978, Spit on your grave? I spit on your grave. The woman who starred in that movie is from Hot, mm-hmm. uh, not Hot Springs, To take that back, from Pine Bluff. So I'm going to try to get her to come to the movie. I think and she's 72. 71. Yeah. And talk about the motion picture. It'd be interesting to hear what she has to say. Her husband directed it, and she starred in it, and it'd be interesting to hear the stories uh, that she has for us. All right, let's get a break, and we'll come back. Tim Lim is already here. I can tell you Mitch is coming. I think perhaps Elizabeth may show up today. Oh, boy. Mark is going to show up after 5 o'clock. Shane uh, Stacks is supposed to be making his way here. And our special guest coming up after the news at the top of the hour, Chuck Dixon. Chuck Dixon, uh, he's the man who gave us Bane. He's the man who gave us The Punisher. He written a, a plethora of books as well. We'll talk to him about his whole career when uh, we have him on between 4.06 and 4.30. Let's take our break. We'll be back with more here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right. Uh, we've got uh, about five minutes to the top of the hour, and then uh, we should see Mitch Kenton here. We should see, I don't know how, I don't know exactly what time Shane get here, but at 6 after chuck dixon to join us by phone and i'm just sitting here flipping through here and i've read the bad times series of books that he wrote and i think there's five of those i want to know if he's going to write it i got lots of questions for chuck dixon by the way we just found out he is the most prolific writer comic book guy ever in the history of comics
5: yeah either by page or by word count that's
1: amazing. It really is amazing. And he has done G.I. Joe. He's, I've got this, The Eye of the World, the graphic novel, Wheel of Time, and some other stuff that he's done. He absolutely had to do this, FUBAR, by the sword. <laughs> if you were in the military, especially in the Air Force, you know what FUBAR means. All right. If you don't, look it up because I can't say it on the air. Just so you'll know, um, I'm just kind of flipping through here. The Levon books are here. Uh, the Winter World are those um, uh,
5: graphic novels? No, I think those are actually prose books. That's how versatile he is. He not only does comics, which he's known for, he's also done screenplays and he's done novels as well. So it doesn't matter what the medium is, he can write for it. Yeah, he's done. He 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 was in
1: on the relaunch of GI Joe. Right. As well, I mean, he's just go to go to Amazon Chuck Dixon books, and you will be stunned by how much work this guy has done. It is unbelievable. It really is unbelievable. So, uh, he's even done done a series on Conan.
5: Yeah, I'm the Savage here, Sword of Conan.
1: Yeah, I'm seeing the Savage Sword of Conan. And I haven't seen all of them. I'm at 15 right now. <laughs> so, And I'm a big Conan fan. You would think that if they wanted to relaunch that, they would go look at somebody like Dixon uh, to come up with the script for this kind of stuff.
5: Yeah, and he's not... If you think about the quintessential character of Conan, he's not difficult to write. Um, I think if you know him as kind of a, a primal character who works on instinct, there's not that... There's not that much. That uh, wants a big
1: to kingdom and as many women as he can get.
5: Yeah, and plunder and. Chonan. Yeah, Conan.
1: He's a lot like. He's kind of like Tarzan in his innocence. Burroughs. Yes. His Tarzan was uh, never. You know they always want to play up the part about the civilized Tarzan in the movies. Burroughs never played that up. I mean, he mentioned it, but Tarzan was
5: always at his best. In when he element. was in the jungle. Correct, yeah. And the whenever they jumped the shark is whenever they tried to take him out of there. Because no one wants to see that. Except I mean. <laughs>
1: the movie with Weissmuller where it was Tarzan and Boyd in New York. That was a great movie. Oh, really? Just because he was so far out of his element and trying to make his way around and, quote, civilization mm-hmm. that uh it was it was a lot of fun to watch the con- it really was the concrete jungle yes so the concrete speak. jungle exactly because he ran into a lot of problems there uh, and and if you want to see something interesting watch the initial tarzan movie before they really were big on censoring motion pictures oh really hmm yeah
5: not politically correct mm,
1: no <laughs> Not politically correct, and there's a lot. I remember I had to remember this when we did Tarzan last year. Uh, Russ, I had to wor- I had to warn everybody for like three weeks about the nudity in it. I said this is not for you to take your little kid to. And Jane is swimming around nac- naked in it. It wasn't Maureen O'Hare; it was just a, uh, a double, but she's butt naked in that in the in the swimming scene.
5: Wow, things have changed.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it did for a while. Now they do it butt naked again. All right. Anyway, it's uh, about a minute before the news. Let's get to the news. We get back. Chuck Dixon will join us by phone. We'll have a great discussion with him here on The Dave Ellswick Show. All right. Four o'clock hour, Dave Ellswick Show. Of course, Dr. Tim Lim is here. We're going to be talking about his newest uh, work and. What's it called hops special hops black hops black hops okay same thing we got uh, the rabbits here we've got his rabbit from uh, thump and now we've got the rabbit that's uh, the killer rabbit that's right now this is not the same killer rabbit from the Monty Python movie correct it is not there's some similarities though this one did not attack Jimmy Carter it did not okay I I just wanted to make sure Mm -mm. now Tim did us a real favor today because I I had Chuck Dixon on in the past from uh, Clinton Cash when he was doing that book, but I lost his phone number.
5: Oh no! And so
1: I didn't. I will have it now, and <laughs> I I just want you to know that I I will be. Just watching you closely from now on, Dixon. It's gonna. It's gonna. You're in trouble now. That's just the way it's gonna be. So let's get. You, I want to get you on because as much as you've done in graphic novels and in comics, I am more interested in the Levon series that you did. I thought those books were absolutely fantastic. I I've got that like that fourteen dollars a month I pay to. Amazon, I can read as many books as I want to. And uh, I have read all the Levon ones. I've read the ones about the uh, the guys that are like former rangers and they're traveling around in time. Uh, are you got, Do you have a new one of those coming out in the near future?
6: Uh, yeah, I'm about 75% through uh, writing the sixth Bad Times book. So, yeah, that'll be out uh, probably in the fall.
1: Yeah, because there's some payback to be done with this dude that's been, uh, you know, g- giving them a hard time. The last one, they were back in, like, the Ming Dynasty or something. It was crazy. It was really, really crazy. It's, it was really good. And then I just read the one about uh, the Old West. The sheriff was a snakehead. Is that right?
6: Snakehand. yeah.
1: Yeah, that that's really good, too. You got a great a great start on that one in volume one. That was really good and how he destroyed that town. I really, really liked that. That was a town that was just despicable, to say the least. <laughs> so now, now Tim tells me that there's something brewing about Levon. I, I As I read those books, I knew somebody was going to talk to you about either making a motion picture of them or... You know, Netflix in them or HBO stuff, something like that, because it, it's just too good. But, you know, the former special operator, you got, he's got the daughter, his wife is gone, uh, and all of it. I mean, and the father in law hates him, and, and it's just good, It's just great. It's a, it's, it's a great setup, and it's, a, it's a great book. Tell me more. What's, what's going on? More Levon books coming? Is there really maybe some b- movies coming?
6: Yeah, there's some interest um, out there. Uh, I've been talking to Sylvester Stallone for a while uh, to act as a producer on them. So, um, yeah, that's uh, it's something that's in the works for the future. And there will be more books. Uh, uh, the next book is called Levon's Time, and I'll start working on that as soon as I'm done the, the latest bad times.
1: Very cool. I'm glad because I, I'm... I seriously do. I, as soon as I finished, uh, as soon as I finished, what was it, four? The Is it Levon's got four books or is it five? Five. Yeah, five. five books. As yeah. soon as I finished the last one, it was like, okay, when's the next one coming? <laughs> the the one that I like the best is when they're up there uh, in the northeast, and uh, they got, there's all the snow, it's colder and crap They're you know, there's the ice, the uh, fishing place out there on the, on the on the lake and all that. That that was the ultimate. That was really really good. I I don't know if, you know, what you did to to get all the ideas for that, but it was really good.
6: Yeah, I just used the wrong part of my brain, I think.
1: <laughs> all right, somebody's going to join us here. Mitch Brightwiser uh, wants to join up with us on here. Hey, Mitch, what's up?
7: Now, hey Dave, how's everybody doing?
1: We're all doing say we're doing fine. Uh, Chuck Dixon is here as well. Say hi to Chuck. Uh,
7: hello, Chuck. How are you? Hey Mitch, how you doing? Uh, I'm I'm doing quite well. All right. uh, we just crossed 80 k on our uh, Indi- Indiegogo campaign. Very just good. A few minutes ago. Bless,
1: so you've you've uh, you've done twenty thousand dollars since the last time you were on.
7: Uh, yeah yeah uh in just a few days, so we're we're working hard uh selling books uh the Arkansas audience is coming out in a big way uh well, you know why happens. that is they've been
1: listening to you for how many years now on my show
7: <laughs> uh yeah you you have some credibility i think Dave.
1: <laughs> so
7: anyway, no I you just a, you're
1: just such a great talent, and I'm going to tell you what what put you over the top with the fans here in Arkansas was the whole Captain America thing. I mean big, big. That yeah. was a big deal when you were doing Captain America. Uh,
7: yeah, I, you know, I, uh, it's resonated, and you know, maybe I didn't know how big a deal it was at the time, but it, looking back, it's uh, it was a very special thing.
1: Okay, so I got to ask, are you're on the way here. Uh,
7: no, I, I can be. I can probably make it there by uh, like forty five minutes if you want me to. Yeah, why, but, don't, uh, why,
1: why don't you come on, and uh, you can be on with Mark. P- uh, Pellegrini and and Shane Stacks and with Tim Lim and all of us get together and we'll bring all this great talent that we have here in Central Arkansas together and talk together.
7: Uh, I don't know Shane Stacks that might be a deal breaker. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right, well if you, I'll, you, I'll be there. Yeah. Okay,
1: well we'll see you in a little bit and you can bring us all up to date on how you're going to do all of these uh, you know additional pictures for the people who are paying the money to be to make uh, all of your uh, dreams and wildest dreams come true
7: now. Uh, wonderful, and maybe I'll bring a special guest. All right, that would be very,
1: very cool. I think I know who it might be, but I won't hold my breath.
7: Alrighty. All righty.
1: All well, right. I'll see you in a bit. All right, we'll see you in just a little bit. All right, so, yeah, Mitch Brightwiser be here. I'm, I'm going to assume that Elizabeth is coming. Or his cat. Oh, he could bring the cat. Yeah, I hadn't thought about that. The I, cat could be
5: coming. I don't know if Chuck has seen the cat. Chuck, have you seen his cat? It's like famous.
6: No, I have not.
1: Oh I my gosh!
5: It lo- it's evil looking. It looks like um, a. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like a uh, uh, Blofeld's cat. <laughs> yeah, it does. It's a cat. <laughs> yeah, he, he's, he's, yeah, but he's not white. No, he's not. He's <laughs>
1: black, <laughs> and, and it, it, so he lives the the evil look.
5: The cat is actually in this book. It's actually in Black Ops. It's Kim Jong Un's cat. Ah.
1: <laughs> this is good this is good
5: hey chuck, chuck the last time i
1: had you on uh, you had kind of cut yourself off from the comic book world uh you've gone back now to do some work on comics again what was the changer for you
6: well comics changed. now we've got these uh you know crowdfunding and we've got these this alternative you know to what mainstream comics are doing and uh you know there's no gatekeepers and we're all just having a lot of fun you know a lot of big event publishing thanks to you know tim guys like tim and uh, richard meyer and even Ethan van skyver and uh you know it's it's all blowing up here on the right
1: boy i gotta tell you what did van skyver not blow up indiegogo oh my he, god he nuked it
5: i mean it was an atom bomb <laughs>
1: did you did you hear how much money he's raised thus far
6: I have, I have. It's a, it's a phenomenon, and you know, it's all because of him, man. It's uh, it's that personality he puts out. He's like he's like the Stan Lee of our uh, of our group. You know, well, he's really selling it.
1: Well, he's really good, and he's a lot like you in that you're not afraid to say what you think.
6: <laughs> yeah, much to my detriment in my career. Yeah, <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's kind of true, but it's it's all worked out in the end, and and. I got to think that these books that you've been reading, the the Levon books and uh, the Snake Hand and and all the rest of them, have done very very well for you. And this is this has been been all right. Shane Stacks is here. That's that voice you're hearing in the background. So I I'm I'm at the. Have I was you ever to be quiet. have you ever talked to to Shane Chuck? No, I have not. Okay, Shane does a show here called. Shane does radio. Shane and, plays. And yeah, plays radio. Yeah, I That's do. That's right. Yeah. You're, not, you're not a professional, so we can't say that. Right. You, anyway, I'm Don't just try kidding. This at home. Just kidding. But uh, he talks about games. He talks about video games. He talks about movies. He talks about uh, people like your work and The Punisher and comic books, and all, comic books yep. graphic novels, all of that. So I'm glad to have him here. I'm glad that he gets to talk to you. I've been talking to Chuck about. You know, we all know his graphic novels. We all know yeah, Nightwing and, and all that. Yeah, those books
8: sound really good. Oh, yeah. The
1: Levon, I'm just telling the what Levon books Sher- are really good.
8: The sheriff's name was Snakehand. Yes, I love that. It's great. Yeah, I <laughs> want to good. I actually wanted to tell you, Chuck. I was I was driving over to the station, and I was like, Oh, they got Chuck Dixon. I was really excited. I've been reading Bane Conquest. Uh, I've got one issue left. I've really been enjoying it. I'm glad you were able to do that.
6: Yeah, yeah, it was a kick for Graham and I to come back to yeah. it, and it really was like no time had passed for us. We just picked up where we left off.
8: Yeah, it's fantastic. So about yeah, about the only difference is that uh, the bird character is updated to drones over the Falcon. Yeah, yeah. That it's like yeah. <laughs> so uh, we actually did talk. It's been a couple of years ago. You called into Dave's show, and I called in, and uh, I had told you that you used to write this column for Wizard Magazine. uh yeah. On and you had it's always stuck with me. Where you said, you know, basically grab the, the reader's attention and, and and just run and go with it. Give them a hook. And the example you used at the very beginning, you said, I used to date Kim Basinger. I'll get to that here in a second. And then you you took off into your column. And I was like, well, I've got to learn it. And then at the end, you went, okay, well, I never really dated Kim Basinger, but you read the whole thing, didn't you? And uh, that's always stuck with me. So.
1: <laughs> well, that's true. That's a sign of a true professional writer, you yeah. know, what he's doing. I learned something today from Tim before you came on, Chuck, that you always, whatever you want to move into in your comic, it's always on the backside of the page that's facing you. So it makes you turn the page in the comic. Is that a given rule that you follow?
6: Yeah, it's what we call the page turn panel. It's, it's a panel at the end, and we use whatever ch- cheap trick you can use to make sure the reader goes on to the next page. You know, keep them turning the pages. They've got to see what happens next, even if it's just a tiny little thing. But you've got to think about that, you know, you know, compelling them through the book. You know, otherwise, you get bored and put it down. And I can't stand that. It's intolerable if someone wouldn't read one of my stories straight through. <laughs> so I work I work hard to, you know, grab their attention at the beginning, and I just don't let them go.
1: Well, for folks that know you from Batman, they know you from The Punisher, they know you from G.I. Joe, they... Conan, I didn't know you did Conan. I got to go back now and purchase all of those, and I know you love hearing that, and, uh, and read them all, because... I don't understand why that can't be re uh, rebooted and done correctly, you know, from what Schwarzenegger did. I mean, I I understand Schwarzenegger made that character big again, but still, I thought Momoa's movie wasn't bad. Did you? It was actually. I know. I no, I thought it was, it
6: was okay. I thought it was okay.
1: Yeah, so I I don't, but I don't understand why it didn't catch on with with people again, and now we're hearing that. They're going to make another one and, and uh, Schwarzenegger's going to be in it, but he's going to be the old king and we're looking at his son taking over now the kingdom and stuff. So that, that would be kind of, be kind of cool to see. And I guess I guess Schwarzenegger still has that much you know pull uh, to people turning out to see that particular uh, movie character again. You got any ideas of who you'd like to, you're saying that that, uh, Sylvester Stallone is thinking about maybe producing the Levon books, any idea in your mind who you'd love to see play Levon?
6: Yeah, I'd love Lucas Black to play Levon. Ah. Because he's he's already got the accent, he's from Alabama, so it would fit, he's just the right age now, he's just the right age.
1: Yeah, I'm telling you, I can't wait to see him come because he's a badass, there's no doubt about it. You, have you read any of his books? You haven't no, read any No, I'd like to. Yeah, you got to read them. I'm just telling you, really, really good. I think the Snake Hand is going to be big deal for, for Dixon. I really do. Somebody's going to want to do that. Do you, this is, uh, so I want to do it just based on the name, Snake uh, Hand. Yeah, well, I'm the just, legend of Snake I'm Hand. I'm just telling you, he's 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 got a character. You know, everybody says... That uh, you know, horse operas are dead. That uh, no. westerns are dead. They're not dead. I mean, they just put them in different times. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. that Star Wars is a is a is a western. But I think you can go back, put people on horses the whole nine yards when you have an interesting character like this guy is.
5: Well, think about uh, the pirate genre. Everyone in Hollywood thought the pirate genre was dead, and then what do you have? You have Pirates of the Caribbean. It completely dispelled that. Well,
1: that's because Rennie Harlan tried to destroy the pirate. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. 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 He tried to kill the the whole pirate. Although, I. Hey, look! I, who was the female that played in that one? Was it Gina Davis? Gina Davis. Gina Davis. Yeah. She was fantastic in the movie. Yeah. I, I never she even was saw really it when it came out. Cutthroat I Island, I think, yeah, yeah, Cutthroat Island. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the
8: pirate genre has never been one of my. I mean, I'll enjoy a pirate movie. But I, just, I just don't think Or <laughs> what's a pirate's favorite state? Or Arkansas. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay.
5: Well, Chuck, have you seen? Um, have you been keeping up with the Indiegogo campaign? I don't know if we've crossed twenty k, but we were approaching it. Last time yeah, I yeah no,
6: on. I've been watching it all day long. I've been watching it on the <laughs> horse race. So well, we're, we're getting close to that 20,000 mark. I threw you guys yeah. some
8: ducats. I saw y'all were at 17,000 earlier today, so I supported that for sure. we're up over 18 yeah. now. Yeah, cool. Very exciting. How's, uh, how is uh, Ravage Island, or is it kill. Island of Women? How's that one doing? Kill All Men. Uh, kill All Men?
6: Kill, kill All Men. Yeah, we're up over 32 on that
8: one. <laughs> oh, fantastic.
6: <laughs> kill yeah.
8: All Men. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> your, it's like, the opposite of Paradise Island. Every, all the women there are trying to kill you.
1: Okay, so I'm just saying, do they all have a tattoo? Hashtag, me too. Me too.
8: <laughs> I, I'm not even going there, man. But they, they, they're they, basically, it's it's like, uh, you remember Sheena, Queen of the Jungle? Oh, it's, yeah. It's, it's like 800 million Sheenas chasing you down across the island to kill you. Let's so, see.
1: Here's the key. This is why... I, I've told you this story. You become a great talk show. You, you're a good talk show host when you're in your 30s and 40s, but you become a great talk show host if you can stay in the business and you're into the mid, mid 50s and older because after that you've lived through so much crap right. that you can you can kind of talk history with people as well. So I remember the movie, and I bet Chuck remembers this. She, you're, yeah. yeah, that yeah. that that sounds like Kill All Men.
6: <laughs> yeah, it's kind of it's it's kind of in that vein, you know, where, um, you know, it, it, these guys land on this island and it all seems like a dear penthouse forum kind of uh, experience they're about to have, and then and it all goes sideways.
1: So, oh, and they, they wouldn't good. be
6: me too; they'd be me next. Me, <laughs> <So,
1: laughs> hashtag me next. Yeah, I it's, like it's that. Not,
8: you don't want to crash on the island, and then. Just to give a shout out to Graham Nolan, he's got a uh, crowdfunding project. Is it Dinosaur Island, Monster Island, Monster Island? Monster I back, Island, uh, yeah, I back that as well. So, Very yeah. cool. Yeah, I'm liking it's I'm right now. it right now. Yeah, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of really cool stuff happening right now because of of uh, crowdfunding it, that wouldn't happen otherwise. So, well,
1: well Chuck, we're we're about to, got uh, you know, okay, twenty seven. I'm being told how much time I got left. So. You're gonna like this, Chuck. Next year, I do a I do a, every uh, second Tuesday a month. I do a classic movie, and next month we're doing Wizard of Oz. But next year for Halloween, I'm going back to the late '70s when the movies got that whole sense of realism about them, and we're gonna do "I Spit on Your Grave." <laughs> Oh Can yeah. you, you believe we're going to show that I, I mean that movie just, I, the reason that it came up is because this new movie and they're talking about how great it is called Revenge and it's all about the guy that has his mistress with him and so they have their hunting trip and his buddies are there and so everybody attacks the mistress and they think they've killed her and they throw her off a cliff and they don't you know, if you're going to kill somebody, make sure they're dead. That, that's, that's rule number one yeah, in, in our movies, movies and
8: comics. If there's nobody, yeah, not you're dead. in trouble. Yeah,
1: she comes back and and goes for revenge, just like I spit on your grave. And the lady that was that played the lead in that is from Pine Bluff, Arkansas. And we're going to try to get her to come back and talk about the making of that movie because it was for its time, and I think even for now. It's one of the most brutal movies I've ever seen.
8: I've never seen it. I know of it. But did it kick off that whole genre of that kind of comeback from the dead? It was, dead, re- it was there
1: movie? with Last House on the left yeah. and The Hills Have Eyes and, and Texas Chainsaw and all the rest. Well, Chuck, I hate to tell you this, but we're out of time. It's been a pleasure talking to you. We'll let Tim push your all's new product when we come back. But thanks for giving us a few moments today.
6: Well, thank you for all the kind words. Well, a lot. Thank you, you
1: deserve you deserve them. You're great. We appreciate oh, you. All right, Chuck you. Dixon here right. on the Dave Ellswick show. We got to get a break in because we got news coming your way. All right, back with you, Dave Ellswick show geek show today. Uh, we got a lot of new uh, material coming out, and and we got the shot at getting Chuck Dixon on because he's working with Tim Lim. Yeah, that's right. I mean, he literally he. Now, this is uh, not Black Hops, but uh, uh, Trump's Space Force or whatever, right?
5: Right. Trump Space Force is on Indiegogo right now. So if anyone listening, uh, it's a pretty dynamic team-up. We have Chuck Dixon as the writer. D- Dave Dorman did the cover. Wow. Brett Smith, who worked on Clinton Cash, he's my colorist, and I'm doing the art. Mark Pellegrini, who is helping Mitch Breitweiser write The Red Rooster, uh, is doing actually some script edits for Chuck. And he'll be with us after 5 o'clock. He will, yeah. So if anyone's interested, Trump Space Force is up at Indiegogo right now. We just crossed the $15,000 mark as of last night. Uh, the more money that we have Less weighs, than
1: 48 hours.
8: Mm-hmm.
5: Less than 24 yeah, hours. Demand. Less than 24 yeah. <laughs> hours.
8: There's a lot of demand for these projects. Um, and then also... A lot of people are trying to send a message to like Marvel and DC about what the kind of stuff they want to see, but that doesn't mean these projects aren't exciting in their own right. I mean, they would fund anyway, but there's anything so
1: there's, Chuck Dixon's involved yeah. in, I
8: want to yeah. get
1: involved in it it's, somehow. Yeah. There's
8: a perfect storm coming together for certain creators right now. I'll just put it that way. And it's really, good. I'm really glad to see it happening. You
1: are seeing a yeah. new Marvel Comics coming together uh, with people like Tim Lim. And Mitch Breitweiser. Just telling you. Yeah. And it's going to be located here in Arkansas.
5: It is super exciting. And so I think that's what I know Mitch has aspirations. I know that's one, is he wants to make Arkansas kind of a cultural hotbed. Uh, see if we can focus some talent here because we have talent here already. But it's just really exciting. I mean, so go check it out. I know that Mark and Mitch will be here later on today, but yep. they have Red Rooster. Yep. That came out last week. And then Ch- uh, Chuck and I have Trump Space Force. It is about. Uh, aliens who have uh, infiltrated the government, and Trump finds out about it. So that's why he establishes the space force. So he goes into space with Sebastian Gorka, and they fight. <laughs> uh, we got Sebastian Gorka Sebastian on board. Gorka. Uh, it's pretty great. Yeah, there's a, space a lot deputy. of
8: personalities that that have cameos and mm-hmm. and yeah, different things going on. There's one celebrity that gets a cameo at the beginning of Black Hops, but I'm not going to say who I think it may be in case there are likeness issues.
5: Yeah, yeah, we're not going to say who it is either, but yeah, Black Hops just came out this week too by Mark and I. So if you go to your local shop, I know, I think uh, the comic book store has a few copies left, but it's sold out at all the other shops in the state. Um, I know Kapow Comics, I think they've sold out and I think Collector's Edition has sold out too.
1: I'm getting a hold of uh, Russ over there.
8: I need you to turn on my camera there, Russ. Yeah. So one thing, uh, there, just there. so you know, uh, if if you do if you normally do your shopping at Collectors Edition, Collectors Edition and the comic book store are the same owner, so they can transfer stuff. So if you go into Collectors Edition and they don't have it, uh, they'll transfer it. They'll transfer it from the comic book store in Treasure Hill if there's any left over Are we going to give a there. copy
5: of
1: one of these
8: copies away here before the end of the we show? We
5: are, yeah. Right. Gonna, we have one here in studio. I will sign it. So, uh, Dave, yeah. I guess you That's, my, that's
8: my personal <laughs> copy right there. That, that, I appreciate uh, you bringing it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate hopefully getting it signed today and taking it back it home back. with me. Getting yeah. it back.
5: Uh, uh, do you, so you don't have a copy seriously I'll bring one to him next time yeah. Okay, because I'll, I'll probably end up getting on.
8: two copies so you can have this one if you want it no that's okay, okay. that's All fine
1: right. so what are you looking for forward to uh, Tim are, are there any comic related movies that are, and I'm not talking about the big tent pole ones I mean we know Aquaman's coming and uh, there's not a whole lot of doesn't seem to be a bunch of interest in it yet i hope that there is in aquaman yeah
8: i think it'll do well
1: uh i I mean i mean that's momoa yeah i think that he just needs the right vehicle and he's going to be a big action star
5: he's a pretty good actor actually so that conan movie he was in I, i didn't i mean i liked it okay but i thought that he actually portrayed conan very well
8: the ironic thing, uh, we didn't get a chance to get into it with Chuck Dixon because he you know, he had to drop, but the ironic thing is the Momoa Conan is closer to the, real the source Correct. material yes. than than Schwarzenegger's yeah. Conan, but there was something about Schwarzenegger's Conan that just you know, resonated. It, yeah, resonated. It, yeah, it was, uh, it was. a great, great fantasy Mako movie. Mako was in it.
5: Yeah. It's like um, it's like Michael Keaton's Batman. Um, his Batman was actually very different than how he was portrayed in the comics, and mm. yet he put his own stamp on it, and it, mm-hmm. it kind of set the feel and the tone for Batman movies from that point forward. And so. it was
1: much more cartoonish. It was much more comic based. Than Nolan's Batman was right.
8: Nolan, the Nolan Batman trilogy, they specifically really
1: real, reality. Well,
8: yeah, they specifically said if Batman were real, what would it be like? Yes. And let's try to design things that way. He, because, because, okay. uh, just real yeah. quickly,
1: look at the two different ways the Joker mm-hmm. is portrayed between Michael Keaton's version and Christopher Nolan's right version.
8: Yeah, and, and see the Much fir- more darker. Well, yeah, the Heath Ledger Joker is amazing. The Jack Nicholson Joker was Jack Nicholson, right? Yeah. I mean, it was, like, I saw more Jack Nicholson than Joker. Yeah. Still a fun movie, good character, but the Heath Ledger Joker was, like, you know, transcended what normal acting is, in my opinion. I mean, okay, that was so crazy. Let
1: me ask you, I always ask Tim this question. So we'll see what you say. What about the two Joker movies that are mm-hmm. coming? You got... Phoenix playing the Joker, mm-hmm. and you've got uh, Le- Lido, right? Yeah, Jared Leto. Lido playing yeah. the other Joker. What do you think? Because I haven't seen the makeup for Phoenix yeah. yet. Lido's is
8: pretty stark. Yeah, he's meth head Joker. Um, <laughs> that's kind of true. Well, so here's my take on that. Um, one. I, I thought that the Joker and Harley relationship in Suicide Squad was a standout part of that movie, especially when you watch the extended version.
9: I,
1: oh, I haven't seen the extended
8: version. Yeah, it's is better. It, really it good? gives a lot more of the relationship. Okay. It's much more of a Bonnie and Clyde kind of thing. And uh, So here's the thing. As a kind of an Elseworlds Joker, like not a mainstream Joker, mm-hmm. I really like Leto's Joker a lot. I don't like that meth head Joker is the, the main Joker. As far as – is it Joaquin – how do you say it? Joaquin Phoenix? Joaquin. Joaquin. Joaquin, yeah. My my reservation about that one is it's telling the origin of the Joker, and I think the Joker works much better as a character when you don't know who he is or where he came from. He just sort of – like the well, they've no- already
1: taken care of that with Gotham on TV. Right,
8: but that's its own thing, right? It's and then, great. And then the Tim, the Tim Burton movie, he was Jack Napier and all that uh, – but I, I think like Christopher Nolan nailed it, he just sort of materializes in a, as an agent of chaos because there's even a scene in The Dark Knight where they say all his clothes are custom. We, we can't get anything on this guy. And I just think he's more interesting that way. So
1: in the uh, the, the, the new movie that Harley Quinn's going to be in, and was it Sirens? Is that yeah, what they're calling Robin it? City, City Sirens. Sirens. When is yeah. that
5: coming out? I gotta admit I don't care I, I think it's, just, yeah, really, it's in production right now I mean yeah. frankly the I'm not interested in DC Universe yeah. for uh, movies I've seen pretty much every single thing up until Justice League I have not liked a single well, one of them with the exception of the Nolan films I mean I kind of like those are good I mean uh, I think they're solidly made I just think that what they're doing right now with DC and Warner Brothers is they're just spitballing. Um, I don't think they have any unifying direction as far as their movies are concerned. They just said, well, Suicide Squad did okay. Let's do a Joker movie. Let's do two Joker movies. Let's do this movie. Let's do this movie. At some point, people are going to get some sense of fatigue. It's kind of like Spider-Man Homecoming. Uh, Regardless of what you think of that movie, we've had three versions of Spider-Man just within the last 15 years. At some point, people are going to think, well, why should I see this movie if it's just a reboot again of a franchise that we just finished? Uh, People are just going to get fatigued after that. I know I am, that's for sure. So when I heard Mm -hmm. about Joaquin Phoenix playing Joker in his own standalone movie, I just thought, well, if this is not connected to the Leto version and not connected to the Heath Ledger version, why should I care? I'll just wait until it's like Redbox. Yeah, they're just
8: throwing some stuff out there will be part of the extended universe. Some stuff won't. I, I do think that that justice league made steps forward to a better tone in their movies but you know the, we'll D- just have to the make.
1: real big dc step was wonder woman
8: wonder woman was good i liked Wonder that Woman. that was a good movie and I i'm think,
1: looking forward to seeing the new version the another you know wonder woman 1984 yeah they
8: see that's cool too plus it'll be a retro period piece mm-hmm. you know um not just an old period piece, but a retro kind of 80s are cool right now. Although Kirsten Week is going to have to convince me she
1: can do it. I Cheetah. think she could do
5: it. Well, Michael Keaton did most yeah. comedy until he played yeah, Batman. That's true. So. Well, and
8: then nobody I'm wanted. Batman. I'm, ba- I'm Batman. I'm <laughs> no, Batman. I've, I've got a battering. I'm so amazing. I have an extra app. Yeah. Um, so. Uh, but it, well, that's what he says in the Lego Batman movie. Yes, he's like, I've got an extra ab, which is a very funny movie.
1: Um, Chris Pine does it, was it Chris Pine that played him, or it's I don't the know. guy from no, it's the guy that was in uh, think was Jurassic
5: Will, World. I thought it was Will Arnett,
1: yeah, Will Arnett. Yeah. That's exactly who they played did, Batman. F-
5: yeah,
8: great job. Uh, but no, I mean, DC, uh, they what the problem was, and I don't know how deep in the weeds you want to get here, Dave, but. They went wrong going all in on Zack Snyder building their... Yeah. Right? He's an amazing director, but he was all wrong for mainstream DC Universe yeah. movies.
1: <laughs> he right? Was, wasn't he the one that was really involved in X-Men?
8: No, that was uh, Snyder, uh Bryan Bryan Singer. Singer, yeah.
1: Singer. what oh, happened man. there...
8: He got nuts. Well, he the first X-Men, second X-Men were good. X-Men 3... He left halfway through to go do Man of or uh, Superman Returns, uh-huh. so that's why X Men Three kind of fell apart. And then I, I don't know what happened with Superman Returns. I don't know how you could goof that one up, but they did.
1: Although they did have that great s- shot in that movie where the machine gun bullet oh yeah hits him hits right him on the eye. eye yeah and just goes clink and crushes uh, right there that there, was a great shot
8: there's some good scenes in it i thought brandon ruth was actually pretty decent a superman yeah. lois lane was all wrong yeah she was like 16 years old or something uh <laughs> and it just they had he was a creeper he was spying on lois lane and her boyfriend and the little kid he just it was all wrong it was just all wrong all
1: right let's yeah. take a break you got right. get one in here don't forget that everything you know about claiming your Social Security benefits has been turned upside down. Government changes the rules on claiming your Social Security uh, every year. By the way, if you didn't get in to go see the seminar tonight that uh, David Lucas is having, then you need to get this uh, booklet, this 2018 Guide to Social Security from David Lucas, of The David Lucas Show. He's on 10 and 3 right here at 1011 FM, uh, The Answer. Uh, it's a simple and easy-to-read guide packed full of up-to-date information uh, for 2018 that could help you avoid losing tens of thousands of dollars in lifetime benefits from your Social Security. then that's all rightfully yours. So to get your free 2018 Guide to Social Security, be one of the first 10 callers at 501-653-6690. That number again, 501-653-6690. Hey, all right, back with you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Don't forget about uh, Sonny's Auto Salvage. I've been talking about them for a long, long time, and I've been using the, uh, their, what they do for a long, long time. I've gotten transmissions from them. I've gotten engines from them all the way down to a rear windshield wiper from them i mean whatever the part is that you need uh they can uh, come through for you because uh, sunny's has their own of course art auto salvage yard but they're also hooked up by computer to thousands of other salvage yards all over the united states and canada and if they don't have it they can find it for you it'll be shipped here uh, it'll be backed by the same standard warranties. The warranty I have on everything I've ever bought uh, from RD over at Sunny's Auto Salvage is uh, three years and parts labor as well as unlimited mileage. Three years, and I've got a car that I almost have, you know, I'm within 30,000 miles basically of 300,000 miles. That's a good deal, you know, and you're going to pay about 50%. Less for those parts than you would if you went out and bought them new. Give them a call, ask them, talk to them, and see what they can do for you. And if you need somebody to install it, they've got the mechanics to do that. 982 7451, 982 7451. And that's Sunny's Auto Salvage. That's your number one choice for recycled auto parts. All right, let's get back. Let's give away a copy of. Black hops, and uh, we'll do that right now. Uh, let's see. Russ, let's do sixth caller, 823-0965. Give me that copy of that right there just so I can hold it up again off of my camera just to show it to you again. This is it right here. Whoop. Let me move it back a little bit there. That's the best way to do it. 823-0965, 823-0965, sixth caller. You get a copy of this, and we'll make sure Tim Lim signs it for you as well. This is going to be a very big collector's item, and Mark it really Pellegrini, is. too. He'll sign yeah, it too. Oh, Mark, Mark's Mark going to be, be here. Yeah, little, we yeah. can get him to sign it as well. So, six caller eight two three zero nine six five.
8: So, Dave, uh, if you don't mind, I'll, I'll give a quick mini review without spoilers. Um, okay, if we you got, got time. four minutes. Okay, so uh, I finally had a chance to read it uh, today. Well, last night and today, it's. It may look silly, but it's not it's it's not looney Tunes it's not like we we're talking about captain carrot or 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 anthropomorphic animals uh even though it's got a a, a rabbit a bunny or a bun as Tim calls them uh, as as the central character it's actually a really serious story and uh it's it's it 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 begins and ends on on very poignant notes uh which is surprising a lot of people I've heard a lot of people mention that. Um it's it's a solid story and it's it's like real undercover stealth special ops action. All and right. it just happens to feature a very uh well, I won't even say they'll just say let's say an unusual rabbit and I'll just leave it at that. All right. I want to go back to what
1: Tim said about this idea. Because back in the day, when they came up with, uh, you know, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, people were like, yeah, what? Yeah, <laughs> sure, uh-huh. And then now everybody is definitely into Teenage well, Mutant Well, it's one of the biggest
8: franchise, or it's been one of the biggest properties ever, especially to come out of comic books. It's arguably, huge.
5: Arguably, yeah. it's the biggest independent property. Yeah, if, huge. Yeah, yeah. It's not even by Marvel or DC. Right. It's, it was by Mirage, and then now it's uh, owned by Nickelodeon. Yeah,
8: have, Yeah. have you, there's a... uh uh it was P- Eastman and Laird. Eastman and Laird. Yeah. Eastman is doing a project called Drawing Blood, where mm-hmm. he's doing a semi biographical thing of what everything he's gone through. Um, so it's it's pretty interesting stuff. And I think that's the Ronin, Rabid, something. <laughs> he came up with R R R R whatever. That's it. I've read one chapter of that. It was really interesting. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, when you think to it, it well,
1: Sounds that, like a really
4: bad pirate movie. That
1: sounds you know that this sounds really weird. Let me just say, a lot of things that have sounded weird in its inception
8: has gone on to be huge mm-hmm. in in carrying well, it out. I'll be honest, when I was reading this, and I'm not just saying this because I know Tim and I know Mark, I was like, this is perfect to be adapted to cartoon movies, action fit, whatever. I mean, I totally see that in here. It would work. I could see this as an animated series. Like, it's practically... Already developed for an animated series. Just promise
1: me something, Tim. Sure. Don't do it as anime.
5: No, it won't. It's American, so obviously it has to be uh, American focused. I mean, focused, an- so. I, for the
1: life of me, I don't get why people like anime.
8: It's just a different style.
1: I like some anime, but I some people like anime no matter what. I'm a, I like know, Ghost yeah. in the Machine, okay? I liked all, all of its <laughs> incarnations, even. But I'm. That whole genre no no it's style. it's the style it's yeah. the style of of the animation it, it's so over
8: exaggeration it's it's well it's so stiff it's, i mean i i don't know see i i grew up on like i loved battle of the planets and star blazers and robotech so i mean i like i used to call it japanese animation i didn't even know what anime was but i can see where you're coming from I mean, it's different i mean it's definitely a different style. <laughs> That's what it was. was That's what I called it. I was like Japanese animation. And then I I found out later it was was supposed to be called anime. All
1: right. So so if you want your autographed copy of Black Ops, not Ops, Hops, 823-0965. Resta, take your call when I take a break. News is next. And then Mitch will be here. And Mark will be here. And a special guest is coming into the studio today of the Dave Ellswick Show. All right. Back for the final hour of this uh, week. Of the uh, Dave Ellswick Show, Mitch Breitweiser has come into the studio. You're sick, Lim. (laughs) Taking pictures like that. If you want to see what it is, you have to check out his uh, Twitter account. (laughs) That's not natural.
5: What's not natural?
1: That funky-looking chicken and a rabbit. Well, you have
5: have the red rooster and you have black hops. But that's not the red... From the top, from from the head up. (laughs) Okay. Well, I don't even. No, no.
1: See, you got to have the chin that the Uh. Red Rooster has. I mean, Mitch gave the Red Rooster a very solid chin, (laughs) like like you, Dave. No, yeah. Yeah. Anybody can He's got got a bad rooster In fact, I'll say that he's got a kind of a Superman chin. Don't you think? I think so. I mean, seriously, he's He's got the kind of of your chin,
8: really. Chin of a man.
1: I want to just tell you, we got a special guest in the studio I'm really excited about. Seriously, excited about this. Elizabeth Reitweiser is here.
9: Hey, guys. How
1: does it, it feel now knowing that <laughs> your husband's coming through to carry the weight of the, the finances for your family again?
3: There you go. <laughs> oh, no. oh
1: dang! Oh no! <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> well, she's coloring. No that, comment. Man. No comment. Yeah, so. she's doing all. She's coloring Lee of Weeks, stuff.
8: which is no small thing.
9: Yeah, Lee Weeks is a great guy too. So it's it's exciting to be working with him.
8: Uh, yeah,
9: I
1: I really am just sitting here and having Lim here and having the Bright Wiser's here and we got Mark coming in and I got Shane sitting across from me. We had Chuck Dixon on just an hour ago. And I'm thinking, God, but you're such a lucky guy to have this kind of talent walking into the studio. Well, it was almost a deal
8: breaker for Mitch to be here because I was here. I heard that.
1: (laughs) 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 But, I mean, just really, really cool. And, you know, uh, when Chuck was on, he was talking about your buddy that uh, used to do Green Lantern. Yeah, Ethan. Yeah. Yeah, Ethan, and talking about how successful his Indiegogo campaign has been, and then was talking about how successful your Indiegogo, yeah, and how well. how you know successful Chuck's and Tim's thing is, uh, you know, being very uh, you know successful now with the mm-hmm. the Trump Space Force and and all of this. I mean, it, it really is a great time to be here in central arkansas if you're in the comic business it's a uh
10: yeah for some reason uh, arkansas has become kind of ground central for some kind of comic book uh, it's a revolution it is ways. a revolution i mean is what we're, it is. yeah we're, there are people all over but there's several people here in within the state some i'd like to think it's here. because elizabeth is here there you uh, go. and everybody That's just <laughs> rotates around her orbit uh.
1: well it's pretty amazing to be honest i mean i i was talking next year we're already planning next year for the classic movies now of what we're going to, to show. I can tell you that we're going to show Gone with the Wind because it's 75th anniversary, and when we show it in January, we'll be seven days off of the first time it was shown in the movie theaters. Uh, on uh, Then we're going to show Casablanca in February. We've got Apocalypse Now coming. We've got The Passion of the Christ. We've got Wonderful Life coming, and for next October... I'm going to show one of the most audacious movies I think was ever made, and it stars a woman from Pine Bluff, who played the lead uh, female actor, and that's called I Spit on Your Grave. Mm
8: funny that's been the motto of a lot of the mainstream comics industry for the last
1: few years <laughs> yeah, the, the, i it's not i spit on my own grave i spit on my customers <laughs> and, it, it, and it's, yeah. it's not
5: it's not i spit it's a, a pejorative yeah that yeah, they that, yeah that,
1: <laughs> i would agree with that but i mean i spit on my on your grave is one of the, it came out with uh craven's last house on the left and the hills have eyes and uh toby hooper and uh, the, the uh your buddy's going to love this when he hears. That. I'm going to show this on the big screen. Yeah, oh, Mark's boy. a big horror, and fan. Uh, yeah, I'm just telling you, he's gonna, Mark's going to get excited about this. Uh, we're going to put this back on the big screen. I mean, Hooper gave us Texas Chainsaw Gang massacre and one of the the ultimate great tracking uh, movie shots ever, as they move up to the house. And I don't know if you guys remember this. How many of you have seen? The original Texas Chainsaw? I have. I have. Okay. You remember that shot where the camera kind of moves up the, the front lawn and it goes under the swing and it goes up? That That is used in
8: most mm-hmm. every horror movie today. So, Toby, well, the cinematographer. Is, so who is the cinematographer I don't on know. Texas Chainsaw? I wonder if Toby Hooper came up with that or a cinematographer. But anyway, yeah.
1: bottom line is it's 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 a, a seminal shot that came out of that picture. My favorite part of that movie is the scene where – They've got the woman at the table ready to have dinner and it's got the fingers on the plate that they're trying to feed her for dinner. Mm. That's my favorite scene out of the whole movie well, from Texas the Texas the, chainsaw. The yeah.
8: creepiest thing to me is when you think that grandpa's dead and then he starts trying to suck the, the blood off her finger. Yeah, yeah. And the other part when that <laughs> when that door rolls up and the dude just pops out with the hammer and hits the I mean, that's the first brutal scene in the movie, it just comes out of nowhere. So
1: You know, those were the movies in the late 70s that tried to bring a kind of a feel of realism to horror, and uh, I Spit on Your Grave is uh, one of those type of movies where a woman is raped, viciously raped, and then lives through it, heals up, she's working on her novel, uh, has come into the wilderness of New York State, and then she comes back. And kills all of the five that raped her, and it. I mean, I I wish I could. I'm I might. Hey, Russ, can you look on YouTube see if they've got the uh, the trailer for "I Spit on Your Grave"? Not the remake that was done in 2010, which was absolutely stupid, uh, but uh, the original because and, and it's great because it's in a it, it's got that 1970s vibe about yeah. it. You know, from back that gritty. Then yeah well it's, yeah. yeah you got to listen it's just got a totally miss, different feel I miss to it film
8: like the 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 clearer movies get i don't know i miss that i like movies to look like film right yeah i, I don't know why it's well just, it's a little warmer and yeah. that this one's called i spit on your grave <laughs> oh that, speaking of <laughs> hold on i gotta ask a question and and elizabeth if you don't want to go there, maybe you maybe you can't talk about this or maybe it's a false rumor but i've heard that uh that DC is going to be changing its paper quality uh, to make comic books cheaper. Is that something that even if you knew about it, you could talk about?
9: Uh, yeah, they are changing the paper, but I, I'm not for sure that it's a necessarily a downgrade in the quality. Oh, okay. uh, I, they're going to be using similar paper to what we used on uh, the Killer Bee Killed trade paper. Okay. Pass. Uh, and those, those are great those are quality so, uh, yeah well i i am no, okay. still waiting to get all the details about the the, the for the printer to match right.
8: up with my the the rumor let me stress rumor that i had read you know speculated that the coloring process might have to change some but i know superman number one that just came out this week i noticed the paper was a little bit different so i don't know if that's an example of what they're gonna do but i heard they're trying to they're adding two pages per month to the monthly comics and then trying to keep the get the price down or keep the price down or something like that so does that which mean is you're
1: good. cutting your 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 pay uh, no, <laughs> that's usually no. how they keep prices down no the, that would the just talent mean, gets uh, screwed
9: that would just mean we'd have to adjust our color settings uh so that way the pa- depending we don't want the paper to absorb too much of the ink so right, sure. that shouldn't affect
8: do you, do you do everything? And then, Dave, if I'm hijacking here, feel free and to slap me aside. Thank you, sir. <laughs> um, I'm the ma- the mouth that walks like a man. Um, so, <laughs> do you do digi- do you do everything digital coloring? Or I do, okay. I do.
9: Um, I mean, this is commercial production art, and we have to get it done in a timely manner. Um, and I handle multiple books a month, and so working digitally, I can try out a thousand color schemes in a matter of minutes. Whereas if I were painting right. digitally, you make one mistake, you have to start over from scratch, all over
1: again. <laughs> but yeah. we
9: may implement some traditional, uh, tra- traditional work with uh, on Red Rooster. Cool. We're still kind of experimenting with that
8: because used to like you'd see where you had the the pencils and the inked whatever. And then you would see all these little numberings all yep. over the paper. So that's that's not even part of the digital no, process. No, no, no. That I, was before. Okay.
9: Yeah, you don't, We don't have to do that anymore with advancement and. Is there like a
8: lot of velvet
1: on it or something that has the numbers as a paint? No. <laughs>
9: well, you had a color artist that went in with pigment, pigmented inks, and painted in, and that. Well, but that
10: they would give it a registry to the printer because the printer only had so many colors, so they would just put numbers that in those spots. Yeah. That was a color guide. Oh, my acti- gosh.
9: So like this painted image that you got wasn't actually used. That was taken and broken down into numbers that corresponded with the colors, and uh, separate. Uh, someone else called a color separator would come along and do that. Wow. And that's why you would often get that off the Much more complex look. than
1: I would have ever so much. Man- I don't topic. even understand that, it, the yeah. old method. That's amazing. Well,
8: I, I definitely am glad to see color artists are getting
1: more. So, how much money came in since you've been on? One hundred and ten dollars. All right.
10: Well, I love it's all it. the That's Dave a, Ellswick audience they uh, they supporting our Red, Red Rooster, Rooster Indie campaign. They love it. Okay.
1: Do we have that? Do we have? Did, did you, you find, find that, that? On a grave? The, tra- the
4: trailer for "I Spit on Your Grave"? How much of Because it's like three and a half minutes. Oh, go ahead. Let's play it. It's but, so good.
1: Are you serious? Yeah. Listen to this. <laughs> Check this out.
4: Well, bear with me just a second. I got to get this. I got to get this whole thing. Mark is here, so Mark.
1: Yeah, Mark, Mark now Mark is going to get into this. Thing, he is, is going. Mark, we're going to play a trailer from a nineteen late seventies movie that I'm going to show next year as one of my classic movies. I spit on your grave.
3: Take
0: off your clothes. Here you go. I don't like women giving me orders. I spit on your grave. What you are about to see did happen.
1: (laughs) They're chasing the woman through the forest right now.
8: Sounds like the World Cup. (laughs) In the UK.
0: I spit on your grave
3: Is
0: that This 70s music will soon cut, chop, break, and burn five men beyond recognition And there isn't a jury in this country Will
1: convict her. All right, great. that's
11: enough. That's a pretty that's good enough. introduction. is
1: that our, pretty good? Our yeah, no jury on earth yeah, would convict me. Don't you love that? No
9: <laughs> uh,
11: jury yeah. on
1: earth would convict her.
11: Uh, that's I love like a 70s
9: vibe. I know that's the d- a
11: double yeah. feature with Last House on the Left. There you go. Honestly, that has better music than Last House on the Left. I don't know if anybody's watched that, but that has, like, really weird uh, folk music score to it that's just, like... I know he was going for, like, juxtaposition, but that was, like, a film school idea. (laughs) And
1: it was... That was the first movie that... uh well, what's-his-name did? Wes Craven. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wes Craven did. Yeah. Then he did The Hills Have Eyes.
11: Uh, Hills which is basically it's a very similar movie. It's that kind of uh, – the genre they call it now is torture porn, you know, in the wake of Saw and Hostel and those sorts of films. But this is before all that. This is like a early Grindhouse kind of movie, Texas they were Chainsaw great. Massacre stuff. Oh, yeah, I love them.
1: They were great. Well, you're going to have to come and talk. I'll let you talk for 10 minutes on that <laughs> Grindhouse. I just got to see thing. it, yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you ever seen it's it? It's been so long since
11: I've seen it, I barely remember it. Yeah. I saw it back when I started college, and you know I don't want to admit how long ago that was.
1: <laughs> I just want to warn people when we do show, it's going to be next October, just so you know. We do an exorcist this year. We'll mm. do I Spit on Your Grave this year, or next year. And uh, that it, it, it's a brutal movie.
11: Oh, yeah. That's the kind of movie they can't make anymore.
8: Oh, no. Anymore.
1: no. <laughs> well, they tried. They remade, yeah, they remade it. it. it lousy. And they it. Was, yeah, yeah, it has got
8: to catch a – I always say this word wrong – yeah, zeitgeist. zeitgeist. <laughs> because, like, they tried to redo Death Wish, and it just – you know, there's got to be a, a certain perfect confluence. You know what I what mean? What do you, what do you I, think about that? I like Death Wish, though. D- the, the remake? remake one? Yeah. I haven't seen it. Uh, yeah. I'm not going to keep But you. it didn't grab the national, like, <laughs> conscience. Like, Death Wish, like – resonated like you know nationally or whatever
1: all right so i brought mitch in to talk about where red rooster is now dude did you have any idea you're going to have to draw so many pictures of red rooster to give to people uh
10: i, I had planned on it so uh, I'm, I'm quite happy to do so okay so how
1: many how many
10: do you have to do oh my gosh i haven't counted yet no i i'm i'm too busy oh, yeah. uh promoting my she's <laughs> keeping up with a all a the numbers so i'm just uh, pushing, pushing so pushing
8: pushing good
1: for yeah, you yeah exactly. it's gonna be so to happy for there. y'all i don't want to do anymore
10: you have to <laughs> yeah <laughs> no, I'm going to start doing them live on my YouTube channel every morning. That's going to be my thing. Oh, nice. So I've got so much art to do. I'm just going to do it live. Yeah. Nice. So we'll do it live,
8: Dave. Dave. I've been
1: liking these little uh, videos you've been doing. Yeah. I'm well you're just do... driving in your car or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. I just I, It's the only time I have to do
10: it. And, uh, you know, it works. I, I enjoy it, too.
1: So you, do you have your phone hooked on one of those things that are on your windshield yeah is that what it,
10: you have? yeah it, is, it holds it by a magnet and so i just hit you know hands-free record and then record you know for instagram a few seconds uh twitter a couple minutes and youtube five minutes and update everybody on the campaign and i can do it on, on my morning drive uh you know in between listening to you of course dave uh, not, in the afternoons, in the
1: morning in the worry. afternoons oh in the afternoons. okay that's cool well, he listens That'll to my podcast
8: again because he yeah, watches twice. so that's much. Sure. Uh, yeah, oh, I have fine. to do it, get the well, replay <laughs> in the morning. So speaking of Red Rooster, like it, 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 Dave, I texted you this, didn't hear back. I know it? you're a busy man. I don't remember. I know you're text. a man of means and history and contacts. I'm, I'm a man of means by no means. I need a King rooster. Road, I need buddy. a rooster costume, baby. Oh yeah, you're because not I guarantee that. you that we I can. don't know where to get one. Get those those numbers. It'll either completely derail everything or, or bring in a lot more money. <laughs> But I'll do some rooster stuff if we can get a rooster oh, I'd love costume. I'd to see that. Oh, yeah, I'll if we could hit a stretch goal, like what we'll stretch goals? Did it, did,
1: I'm uh, looking at, at Mitch. Did you? Uh, did, you uh, did you? You, have not, you like, have not sold this to <laughs> Mitch. I'm just saying. Are we talking about a reverse stretch goal? so like We get twenty thousand
11: people to back out of the, uh, the, the negative hundred dollar bill.
8: Yeah. I mean, we could go all the way up to like I'll I'll get on a billboard for forty eight hours hey, in a I've rooster costume. I found a
9: costume. rooster mask on Amazon. I wish I would have brought it. I'll do it. Well,
11: I want to ask Betty. Did you um? Did you Ever take that picture of Chumley in the chicken costume you promised to your backers you would? Hey,
9: we, he was on YouTube last night. I don't know if you guys saw it. No, he was said, he in his chicken Chumlee?
5: costume? Yes, Chumley's black right,
9: Yeah, Chumley. I can't believe it. He let me put him in the costume, and
5: <laughs> I, <laughs> I I went into a diabetic coma after I saw that. I was on that stream, Chumlee. and I just I was just a loss of words. I, just, Dave, I felt like it was like the Nirvana of
1: cuteness. I want everybody to understand. This is not about. The pawn store in Vegas. All right, this is about <laughs> this is about the cat that the Bright Risers have. He's, 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 he's quite his, a character. He's his own. Is it true he has his his own Uber driver that takes him places? Oh, there's Chumley. That is true. There's Lucy okay,
8: Chumley. There he, <laughs> he is. Yeah, he had I his big him.
9: debut, in. so.
8: People, I've literally seen chance begin for Chumley in the YouTube chats. It's I'm, crazy.
10: I've yeah, seen they it. want to conjure the cat. They
9: don't want to see us. Uh, they just <laughs> they want Chumley. So
5: what number conjures Chumley? If seven conjures oh, Nurkish, then Chumley needs his own number too. Eleven. 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 If, if I can get a rooster
8: costume, I'll do a. i I'll, I'll do yeah. a red rooster Chumley buddy cop movie. Buddy cop
1: movie, okay. I'm you keep selling. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's, wor- he's trying. Give him credit, he's trying. Luckily, we don't have Josh here, because no. he would come up Did with some very strange... Of- no. He
8: said he's been waking up in random Walmart parking lots in his car with Whataburger gravy on his face on oh my his my way gosh. to San Diego Comic-Con.
11: But he's waking up in like a, a McDonald's parking lot, so that's really
8: confusing. <laughs> yeah.
4: And then he's like,
8: he just marked himself safe at the big at the Build-A-Bear crisis of 28. Did you see this Build-A-Bear thing? Yes, yeah. that
1: went nuts right next to us here did at Bark Plaza. They said
8: you could pay your age for a Build-A-Bear, and it went berserk. Like all these people, wow. like people stormed Build-A-Bear. I oh. I missed that.
9: Yeah. I it think it was today. Crazy.
8: I don't no, know. It was, was it yesterday? Uh, yesterday. Not worth my yesterday, time. Yesterday, I believe. Yeah. But yesterday. yeah, you pay your age for a Build-A-Bear, and they got like, storm i want to go ahead dave
1: I'm, i want to do a papa john's build a beer do you that's what i want to do yeah i'm standing behind that do you hand, i don't know all they i saw is they all were pulling, out of him out,
8: pulling him out of the uh
1: advertising that's all i saw it took know it all out happened. of context i don't know what completely because he was talking about the he was talking about the colonel better ingredients better bear
11: yeah,
8: that worked. It would've worked. He was talking about the Colonel, which colonel? Colonel Sanders? Colonel or?
1: Sanders. Colonel Sanders, the guy that played right. was the real Colonel right. Sanders, didn't play it a colonel. Right. Uh, bottom line was a member of the KKK and a lot of different things. He's born in the late eighteen hundreds and he was uh, a racist from the south.
8: So and and so, Papa. What's 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 the guy's name from Papa John's? Shatner. Or John Schneider. Schneider, Schneider, Schneider So he was talking about yeah. that. And yes. it was Taken out he of context. He was taken out Imagine of context.
4: Imagine
1: that somebody put it, recorded the phone call and cut out the part where he was saying he was talking about somebody else. This is not my thoughts. He was dealing with this PR this PR firm that was uh, talking to him. And they're taking now they're taking Papa John's name off of the uh, uh, University of Louisville's football stadium. It's so crazy. It's just crazy stuff. I mean yeah. I, the, the whole political correctness stuff
11: well, every, well, every, every phone call, call you, you have, it, nothing's private, even when you're having yeah. a phone call with people, they're, they're recording it and they're going to use it against you. I yeah mean, you just well, <laughs> it's crazy. The next, step,
8: the next step is people will just uh, use software to stitch it all together, and nobody verifies anymore.
1: All right, I'm looking, I just freaked, do we have another break coming? Do we just need to take a, an additional break next half hour? <laughs> well, I'll give it to you right now. All right, let's take a break here on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you. I gave him a, I gave Tim Lim a preemptive shh. Shh.
5: That was
1: Better shh. him than me. Yeah. Yeah, Dr. I'm Evil over getting here shocked. today. <laughs> all right, back with you on the Dave Ellswick Show. Uh, don't forget about uh, the way you claim your Social Security benefits matters. It can cost you tens of thousands of dollars over the lifetime that you get your Social Security benefits. So uh, what you really need to do, well, what you needed to do is to call in and go to the uh, seminar tonight. But since that's all sold out, you're going to have to uh, settle for the 2018 Guide to Social Security Uh, that David Lucas will give to you absolutely free. Of course, David Lucas is on uh, Saturdays here on 101.1 FM, The Answer, at 10 o'clock in the morning, 3 o'clock in the afternoon. And this simple and easy-to-read guide is all packed full of all the things that you need to know about so that you don't lose that money in your lifetime of getting your retirement. To get your free 2018 Guide to Social Security, call 501 Six five three sixty six ninety. Number again, five zero one six five three sixty six ninety. All right. So back to uh, what has really turned into be a very interesting show today because we've had like everybody who's anybody, either in, in the studio today or on the phone. It's been it's been great today. Did you know, Mitch Breitweiser, that Chuck Dixon? is the number one writer in the comic industry of all time. Like, number one best-selling?
8: Prolific, I think. Prolific, Prolific. Yeah. How he many things
1: that. that he has done and the number of words that he has written. Yeah.
8: And wow. Uh, wow. I saw a news item for that a while back. It's he, amazing
1: yeah. <laughs> what he's done. I went to Amazon.com and I just pushed, you know, Dixon books, because I, I couldn't remember the one about the Western Sheriff. It's called Snake Hands. Snake Hands. It's a new... Uh, new one that he's just started and there's like 15 pages of his stuff yeah he's it's un- it's unbelievable what the and then to hear tim Lim talk about yeah i'll i'll write it and 10 hours later you got the whole book
5: <laughs> yeah so when when trump announced it, it was a uh, march 13th or march 23rd i get them confused but that's when it was first announced he set out a call about five minutes later saying who wants to work on this book and so Brett and I signed up for it he had the script to us at the end of that day not even 10 hours later he had already finished the whole thing and it was I'd say it was about 97% complete it was crazy how fast he writes
8: some writers are like Heinlein was like that with his short stories he's really impressive
1: really really I mean it's just impressive when you I would sit and look at a just a, a little cursor thing blink at me for hours as I tried to figure out what I'm going to write. That's just the kind of person I am.
5: Now, Mark, can you do that? Can you yeah, write under quick, 10
11: hours?
1: How fast can you write, Mark?
11: Uh, not uh, not as fast as Chuck Dixon, but, um, yeah, I mean, it starts Not and fast stops. enough for
1: Brightwise, right? Well,
11: no, yeah, he writes no, fast. I got, that, I got that stuff out, but, yeah, I'm on the second draft. So the second draft is harder to write than the first draft. The first draft, you know, we got all our ideas, and that just flows onto the page, and I get that out. In the second draft, I'm looking at, our old ideas and i got notes for our new ideas and now it's a, a game of trying to uh how do i uh, fit this in here yeah. what do i get rid of what do i keep and that uh that's a like a form of editing and it, it just takes more thought
1: so mitch as you gather this money with your Go Go thing you add pages to the comic, correct. Uh, well, we our first stretch. We advertised this as a
10: forty-eight page book. Our first stretch goal was sixty thousand dollars, and the idea was is that we needed more room. Mark, Mark, and I needed more room to tell our story. So I told Mark, "Well, let's do. Let's just extend the book to sixty pages at our first stretch goal, sixty thousand dollars." Well, we blew that. Uh, we blew right by that in less than two days. So, Night. uh, it was like, boom. All right. Well, we got to come up with some more stretch goals and make this uh, book even better. Uh, I don't think we're going to need any more than 60 pages. I think we might, uh, we're going to add a poster to the $50 tier. Uh, that's coming up at 90,000 because then we're going to probably hit that in a couple of days. Is that going to mm-hmm. be the year one? Um, no, I'm just joking. I'm going to do a Kapow Cola Girl. So it'll be like an old pinup girl poster. Right? Oh, that'd be cool. So if you're in the $50 tier, you're going to get a nice, uh, lovely, uh, maybe a little bit saucy. uh Fifty dollar. Uh, like like the one poster. that
1: you, you got with. I don't know if it's a bomb. She's riding.
10: Yeah, she's whatever. riding soda bottles. So she's yeah. a, she's a, a spokeswoman for soda bottles, as as a, as is the Red Rooster. uh And then we're going to do that at ninety thousand. So if you can, you guys, can get us to ninety thousand. I that's think in the fifty dollar tier. I think we'll get there. And in we'll, two or three we're days. also
9: going to be announcing the the artists, the the world class artists. We've uh, pinned down for the futurist.
10: Yes, and then we're, oh, and then we're gonna gonna have to we're going to be. I'm up telling
9: with you, that's exciting. I mean, it's hard for me to keep this secret. Chuck, I'm, I'm yeah. Chuck, would,
10: right. Chuck would know this person personally.
8: The only thing, like the only hint we've gotten is that this person began their career in 1981. So if you can think of a world class comic book artist that began in 1981, but Dave, I'm going to shock you. I have two questions that are actually on topic. Keep that cattle prod that on are, your side. Uh, These are actually on topic and not not designed to derail. So, um, <laughs> All so okay, Capal Cola, right? Uh, I've seen that mentioned several times with Red Rooster. Is that by any chance a nod to a local comics establishment by any chance, or is that just a coincidence?
10: I don't – I guess – uh, it wasn't like an intentional nod, but yeah. I can't say that it wasn't Why probably don't you all like have dancing friendly around in the back there. of my mind. Yeah. Okay. So Matt, Matt Dykes is the owner of Kapow Comics in Sherwood, Arkansas. It's a great store, uh, and so I, I have to you know say that it le- it was at least and in, probably inspired. inspired by. a little I just bit.
8: assumed when I saw the Kapow. because well, yeah. Anyway, go ahead.
9: And he came up with this brilliant little jingle, and then it all kind of fit together. So you nice. want to tell him your. Uh, the it's
10: uh, the jingle is kapow cola it puts the zing in your pop
8: there you go puts the zing in your pop <laughs> I, like I like it i like it It and it fits the era. pretty good color yeah, brand. yeah it fits, yeah. It it fits the era. yeah because it's not good. really rc cola and will be rooster cola right not rc cola in a moon pie so is is this something that your guys
1: out in in colorado are still interested in doing with you
10: uh, yeah. Like an, I could, I could do a, a certain order. I just don't. I, I started to think I could do this for the campaign, but it's too complicated to send <laughs> bottles of soda through the mail. And we're selling international, and it's just like, okay, well, maybe we'll do this another time. But something. Separate. Uh, yeah. So essentially, they, there's a, a, a Uber Fizz
1: brand. Okay. Cola. So for both Uber of fizz. you, explain to the listeners that this thing is, I think, has been bigger than what you kind of expected. We never
9: imagined.
10: Yeah, I got it. I mean, a year ago, I thought uh, because we wanted to do these books anyway, we were going to do books, create our own books, regardless. Correct. Uh, We were charting that course regardless. Uh, A year ago, I didn't think we could make thirty thousand dollars making a comic book uh, for for crowdfunding. I didn't think it was even possible. Now we're sitting on eighty thousand dollars in just over one week uh, for our Indiegogo campaign for Red Rooster. So uh, I'm absolutely blown away. We have three weeks left to go. Uh, so the clock is ticking clock is ticking uh so you can get out there and, and, and make and go your to order.
1: indiegogo.com dot com right now slash red rooster. red rooster and become part of a historic event I'm, I'm i'm not making that up it's a historic event i believe that what mitch is doing and elizabeth is doing and mark and and Tim, no, it's big, and, and others, yeah. and, and and Shane and I are getting a big kick out of sitting back and seeing it all. I'm happen. loving
4: this.
8: I, I'm geeking on it. We're going to
1: literally see new publishing companies yeah. start.
3: Yeah,
9: yeah. I mean, I mean we want to make something uh, that people can be proud to have supported from the ground floor. Yeah, and uh, and we're going to work really hard, and we're going to make something special, and uh, and we're going to be taking uh, some of this extra money and putting it into new new properties and. Uh, like the futurist and lots of other things and Mitch is full of surprises. I gotta tell you He's what the
1: futurist of... I'm really I'm really stoked for because mm. I really like steam for a while the steampunk yeah. you know vibe from that I really yeah. like yeah. get on
9: would... marymuse.com and go check out Mitch's uh, concept art for that it's beautiful
1: it's really really mm. cool and I I think you should send some samples of that out to uh, who's the uh, the du- the director who does the steampunk kind of feel on his horror movies? So, uh, Guillermo, Guillermo, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I think he'd be interested. Yeah, in he that, might be. Dude. We got to get. We, let's get it worked up first. Uh, <laughs> well, I've got plans right, of so, my
10: own.
11: If you if you give the rights to Del Toro, he'll never make the movie. Dixon, yeah. Chuck Dixon's. Gotta, I don't.
8: I don't. Just I, don't, I don't sell Stallone. Stuff. So we can get from Stallone to Del Toro. That's sure. pretty. That but in itself was pretty. Cool that was a bit. I mean, he just said it so casual. Yeah, I'm talking to Sylvester Stallone.
9: Yeah. As I,
8: I did step. Yeah. I, I did being serious and not even joking around at all. And I said this on my show a couple of weeks ago, but you know, Dave, you've got a bigger listenership, so I want to say this to everybody. I've been so upset to what's been going on in in comics the past two or three years. And I mean, I'm, let me just stop yeah. you.
1: i am tell everybody.
8: Shane called me, and he says,
1: "Are you aware of this?" And I go, "Aware of what?" You know, and he started talking about this. And I could hear the passion in his voice so about out. it. And I said, you got to come on and talk about this, man. Because yeah. that, that's, that's a, great, it's a great topic when you have somebody who's going to be passionate about yeah. the topic. The last straw for and me you was, was the Captain passionate. America
8: thing. But yeah, it, it had been going were, on before That's what that. it was, the Captain yeah.
1: America. He's really a member of Hydra.
8: <laughs> yeah, I was so upset. <laughs> but that was just the tip of the iceberg to other stuff that went on. But to to wonder, like, am I being t- an, a grumpy old man? Has the world Pass me by? Am I out of touch? It's and, a little bit of that. Well, a little desire. bit, but I'm like, am I just get off my lawn here? And then to find out so many other people were fi- feeling the same way. And then to be here at basically ground zero for a a reaction against it with good quality. I, I can't even put into words how, how much this means to me to see all this happening. It's a revolution. Yeah, I, I, can't, like even, it. I can't even put into words. I
1: actually had somebody who asked where I got my Captain America from the other day.
5: You mean that one over there the behind you? Yeah,
1: the one behind me, cap. My back. The cap's got my back. I love that. Absolutely. But yeah, seriously, I you know, I've how long have you been part of my show, Mitch, from time to time? 3 4 years now. Yeah, it's been
10: been about 3 or 4 years uh on a semi monthly basis. We've been pretty uh, hot and heavy
11: lately. Well, we're going <laughs> to keep
1: we're going to keep it going cuz I it's like I said, it's it's exciting to watch something be birth.
11: Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, it's like uh, Charles Pierce brought the uh, the film industry to Arkansas. Tim and Mitch and Betty are bringing the uh, the comics industry to Arkansas. Okay,
1: so I got to get this Is that straight. Boggy Creek. I, yeah,
5: Boggy okay, Creek. I Boggy. The, got town, that. the, the right. town that dreaded. I knew sundown. what you were doing. You got it. You I knew it what you were doing. <laughs> yeah.
1: So I I've got to get I got to get <laughs> nice. this clear. Is it Elizabeth or Betty?
9: I, hey, as Elizabeth, I get called by. Uh, Liz, Lizzie, Betty, Betsy. Uh, <laughs> it's Elizabeth. Most, Elizabeth. most of my okay. friends and family call me Elizabeth, but okay. a lot of my comic book friends call me Betty because my Twitter handle is Betty. I can't fit my full well, name you, on Twitter. I've been
11: so. calling you Betty all this time, and you never stop
9: me? <laughs> lots of people do. Lots of people do. And for a short time, I was credited as, as Betty at Marvel.
8: Call you as, as, long as, the, as long as the checks
9: Seriously, cash, right? Seriously, I, I exactly hear Liz, right. Lizzie, yeah. Betty, Betsy. At my my head turns. Right. I think all Elizabeths have, have this. And what's problem. really,
1: I mean, when you guys met, were you both already in, sold into comics? No, that I was my doing. I was I was in <laughs> comics for a couple. I was in comics. Then we
10: started dating. Then we got married. And I was, you know two or three, was it three years into it, and then I
1: talked her into well, doing color She coloring. had to be into art, at yeah. Least.
9: Oh, yeah. Yeah, I was, uh, actually, I was teaching, I was teaching um, 7th through 12th grade art at CAC. Oh, okay. Here in North, in, in uh, North Little Rock. And I was selling paintings on the side. So I sold paintings at Stefano's Fine Art Gallery. Okay,
1: the, I, know, I know where that's at. Yeah.
9: Okay. Uh, and, um, and I had, I kind of, studied or focused on color theory in college and so mitch just said have you ever thought about uh, doing comic book art specifically coloring mm. color art for comics and i i had no clue you could make a viable living at that i had no clue how the industry broke down the art process and that that was handled by different people yeah, and so it's pretty cool uh, yeah i tried out he was working on a project called captain america operation zero point and uh, while uh, the last few, months, uh, m- last few months of my teaching career, I colored a few pages just for fun to use for a portfolio to start showing around. Um, Mitch sent them to his editors, and they liked them. And uh, I colored that book, and it's, I've been coloring ever since.
1: All right. Now, I've got to take another break. When I come back, I'm going to have Tim Lim give you the place you have to go to help uh, Trump's space force as well as black ops you know uh, what that can you still get involved in that
5: yeah you still can and we still have this book here that we're going to give away yeah um, in yeah. the last hour
1: yeah we want that, that to happen Yeah, we'll see that mark's if waved, people don't call that's in what mark this, is waving that's around that's
8: silly because it's going to be a, a collector's, collector's item. item it really is i it's mean there's stuff. history being made here all
1: right eight two three oh nine six five we've had a couple of calls but we're waiting for the sixth call i won't tell you where we stopped at but eight two three 965 not only will you get the comic, but it will be signed by the two guys sitting at the end of the thing. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Sheila, it. call four more they times. Know how to, they know how to do this. All right, so 8230965. you want a copy of the comic and have it signed for you here on the Dave Ellswick Show. Hey, don't forget there's a lot going on at Horton's Orthotics and Prosthetics. Uh, they've torn down basically the old house they were in And are now rebuilding on top of that site a state of the art facility. It's going to have the latest technology in prosthetics and orthotics. They have a 3D printer downstairs now. They just the material that they're going to use to go through the 3D printer is not rigid enough yet. They're working on that. They figure it to be to figure that out by the end of this year. They're going to be instead of having to make a mold for a prosthetic they're not going to have to do that anymore. They're going to take a device that feeds all of the specific parameters of uh, where you've had your amputation uh, into a computer, which will be hooked up to this machine, and it will literally print your uh, prosthetic. And the prosthetics at that point are going to be fitting people better than they've ever uh, ever fitted people before. They got the new gate room that's going in. They got the the large new waiting room that they're building. Plus, they have a place for women who have had breasts removed because of breast cancer for uh, going in and having some privacy and comfort while you're fitted with your your prosthetics uh, from uh, having a mastectomy. Don't forget, it's all because Horton's prides itself on the way they treat their patients because at Horton's Orthotics and Prosthetics they provide a lifetime of support. All right. So we got to wrap it up today. We got about uh, six minutes left here for this week's edition of the Dave Ellsley show real quickly. Monday, uh, we're going to pick up a subject we talked about on Thursday and that is politicians getting involved in medical things, which irritates the living crap out of me. Uh, The medical board has decided that, and we all know that there's an opioid crisis, and I don't deny that, and people have died. I understand that. But guess what? When you try to get in and fix something, know that whatever you're going to do will not affect people that are taking these drugs legitimately. And now they're going to affect People that are on pain management and they won't be able to get the power in their medicine that in their prescriptions that they should because they don't want them to become addicted to opioids. And it's it's silly what they're doing. It, it it's like they're they're going to punish, you know, law law abiders. It's like the gun thing. Somebody goes out and shoots people with a gun, and so they pass laws that only the people who keep the law follow in the first place. So the bad guys really don't get punished. The good people get punished. So we're going to have the medical board on Monday, and we're going to talk about this. We had some people here on Thursday uh, that are going to lose their ability to get the the necessary pain medicine they have because the frickin' government won't stay out of people's medicine decisions. Stay out of our the decisions about our, you know, all the things you always, you know, you're all about, you know, abortion and a, a woman's body and all that crap. How about pain pills, all right? I mean, you're going to get into my ibuprofen as well and, you know all of that too. Don't get me started. This really does irritate me. Bad time. Bad time. All right, Tim. For yes, people sir. who
5: want to get in on your indiegogo GoGo plan, what do I need to do? So it's Trump's Space Force and it's by Chuck Dixon and I'm the artist on it with Brett Smith on guitars. You, oh, <laughs> <laughs> you heard Truck,
1: Truck. Dixon, Dixon? That's his nickname now Truck. <laughs> <laughs> you heard Chuck on earlier today, and he's a great guy.
5: Yeah, Chuck Dixon is the creator of Bane, so if uh, people are listening and wondering what he's known for, he had a really good— Nightwing. Nightwing. He had a really good, successful stint on Batman. Conan. Yeah, G.I. Joe. But he, Unbelievable. Yeah, we have an Indiegogo campaign. It's, it launched yesterday. It's called Trump's Space Force. Um, we are pro-MAGA, so we are pro-Trump. It is a pro-Trump book, but you can get it on Indiegogo. We passed our threshold— Last night of 15k, we still have 43 more days to go. So check that out. I'm here with Mark Pellegrini. He actually helped Chuck with a uh, script on the back end. Look at the those camera guys and wave.
1: Yeah, they Okay. And then, uh,
8: <laughs> Mark, what was it like working with truck? <laughs>
11: <laughs> uh, I had to get out of his way. Sorry. Uh, yeah. No. He. Um, uh, so, so Tim. Yeah. Tim sent me the the script and asked if I just wanted to add some jokes, not change any of the plot or anything. So I just did a punch up. Um, added a bunch of uh, humorous dialogue. Dude, um, you just
8: said you punched up Chuck Dixon. I know, How I punch, does that
11: feel? I punched up a truck. It's like the. Bonus, <laughs> I know. It's like the bonus stage it's in Street Fighter Two. I Park got too. Bruce yeah. James. <laughs> No, so that, that was an amazing experience. That's going right on my resume. Guys, i got to know. Well, well, hold on okay, okay, go ahead. quick. Yeah, go ahead. We're
5: down to a minute. The, the thing right that connects all of us together is on Indiegogo. Go to Indiegogo.com. Look at Red Rooster. That's Mitch Breitweiser's project. Look at Trump Space Force. That's mine and Chuck Dixon's.
1: Okay. Can they look at uh, the other one, Black Hops?
5: Black Hops is in stores right now. Uh-huh. Um, it's selling out fast, though. So uh, get it while you can or go online.
1: You got it. And who was our winner of the, of the copy? Dave,
4: Dave Guthrie. What? Our name was Leanne. Leanne. No, All right.
1: Congratulations one. to Leanne. Don't forget to tune in to Shane tomorrow. One o'clock. One o'clock for Shane Plays Radio. I'll see you on Monday, two o'clock. Thank you, Elizabeth, for coming by. Yeah, thanks for having me. We, we had to talk to her really nice to get her to come into the studio. <laughs> All right. See you on Monday. Have thanks, a good night. David.